1: Time machine? Out of a DeLorean?
0: everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe, uh, and I'm very excited because this week we are talking about Goldeneye. Uh, tell me, talk about it. I'm joined by someone who's been a past guest on this show. Uh, you may have also heard him on the Cobwebs podcast, and I'm very happy to uh, welcome him back. It's Keith Rich. Keith, how you doing?
2: Matt, I'm doing great. How about yourself, sir? <laughs> I'm it's very so good. good. to be back. It's I'm... so great to hear your voice in this capacity.
0: <laughs> it's It's good to have you back. I know you've been very busy in between... Because you've not been here since May for the Vinegar Syndrome show, which was very well received. I was so happy about that. We had a great time. But in between then, uh, I want to congratulate you on your new baby. You had a baby in between <laughs> this
2: time. So well, we we did give birth to a baby boy. And uh, yeah, he's uh, just over eight weeks old now. So he's he's overall pretty good. But he's he's kind of entering into some uh, uh, let's see. He's just trying to communicate a little bit more. Um, and sometimes that communication turns into a cry. So, you know, that happens from time to time. But. I do. Uh-
0: comes to the territory for babies, right? I, mean, I guess. I mean, I, no one told me
2: that, but you know, I was apparently. told they'd be quiet the whole
1: time. <laughs> oh. No,
2: but he's happy, healthy. He's a great baby. So yeah, we're very happy. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. No, I'm very excited for you guys. So,
0: you. um, but yeah, to tell everybody it's like, well, he's been gone a long time, but he's been very busy in the meantime. So, <laughs> um, thank you for making time to do the show. I'm very excited. Um, talk about golden eye because I don't remember how we really landed on this i think we can try some ideas but like the new bond no time it is coming out relatively soon I, I think i'm just gonna push back again <laughs> i think Should it's
2: be... oh did it get pushed back because no no i no, don't i don't, th- I don't think it did i think it's pretty okay. much locked
0: in now to october, october. 5th i want to say or 8th or
2: early yeah, october that sounds so. <laughs>
0: about right
2: yeah i'm <laughs> so
0: excited that happens now um <laughs> i'm excited for that one i i heard it's like almost three hours long which is kind of like i don't know about that but otherwise I'm yeah. so um yeah no it should be good uh daniel craig's last bond so um that was kind of part of the reason for doing this and plus i think we'll get into we both just are fans of goldeneye but <laughs> but yes. uh yes. before we before we do that um it's been a long time so um have you seen anything good or is that tell everyone? one even if it's really bad just tell me about anything terrible you've seen <laughs> recently <laughs>
2: well um boy i you know what i've seen a a lot of good things actually good. fortunately <laughs> um i'm like looking through my letterbox and i'm like you know what i i've had a pretty good last like month or so on films but um specifically i guess i'll talk about um maybe like two or three maybe four um the first one that i really dug that uh, these are all new watches for me but um i finally watched dario argento's inferno and oh. uh, i i saw your your letterbox review on that and uh And I I have to agree that the visuals are so sumptuous. I mean, it's it kind of goes without saying with any Dario Argento movie, but like, this one was, this was like more fairy tale than fairy tale, like than 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 anything else he's done, in my opinion. I don't know, it was just like, almost borderline Fulci, dreamy, um, like the Beyond in certain instances, um, but I really dug it. It's not my favorite probably yet. Uh, That's the only one I've seen like probably one time. I've seen his other stuff like multiple times but um yeah i really dug it i thought it was pretty cool uh the sound mix is incredibly all over the place unfortunately though (laughs) um trying to watch that at about 2 a.m when uh tired baby and wife are trying to sleep is uh (laughs) it's a lot of uh it's a lot of remote you know volume writing um oh yeah i have to do that just for any you know like usually like
0: explosions and yes. music are super uh, loud and then talking is very quiet and it's
2: just yeah. like you're constantly riding the volume. <laughs> oh, it's, it's something else. I mean, that was my only, honestly, my only complaint was probably <laughs> that and it had nothing to do with the film whatsoever. So, um, but it was a pretty cool movie and, uh, dug that. Um, so I think I'm getting a little closer to seeing almost all the Argentos. I think I have a handful that I need to catch up on, but all the good ones anyway. Um, or considered to be the good ones. Uh, Runaway Train I watched for the first time. Oh, yeah. I watched that yeah. first time a few months ago.
0: It's uh, I really liked it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, pretty incredible, actually. I, I was impressed. I don't know what it is with train movies this year. But <laughs> between that and the train, they're like both probably two of my favorite movies I've seen this year. Um, but uh, I was so kind of blown away by John Voight's performance. Um I, he's just maniacal, but like he totally has a sense of pathos and, and, uh, I don't know, a, a, a personal code that he kind of lives and, you know, dies by. But, um, man, what an intense movie. It was a great, uh, canon movie, better than I expected it to be with, uh, you know, branding the canon <laughs> logo. Um,
0: it's bananas my, that it's a canon movie. Like oh, I still yeah. can't it over that. And I think John Boyd was actually nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Oh, whoa really wow i think i may i'm gonna check while you you can keep talking i'm gonna double check (laughs) myself
2: well well the well the nomination is well deserved i mean um yeah i watched it with my wife and we were just both just like holy shit like this movie's (laughs) so good dude um it's so tense the whole time and and it doesn't let up and it's uh it's so entertaining i really dug that one um and then the last one probably that i feel like is worth mentioning i've been kind of trying to you know, uh, I guess get through my Fulci, uh, as well. Uh, and although I didn't watch Devil's Honey again, uh, this time, <laughs> I, out. I know, I, I know, I know. I was, was really in the mood for, uh, some, some really weird, uh, no, I, I wasn't in the mood for any but sex. Make sure everyone in your jazz. house is
0: either asleep or gone when you play Devil's
2: <laughs> Honey. Well, really weird. The one time I watched it. It was it was at my I was visiting my parents and they're deaf, so it worked out really well that I was kind of there solo and like cranked it uh, and I and I watched it so loud and I was just like, holy shit, dude, this is the most batshit crazy movie I've ever seen. Um, sorry, that's just an aside, but um, <laughs> but I watched uh, lizard in a woman's skin. And, um, have you, have you seen that one by any chance? I
0: did. And here's the funny thing about the two Italian movies you brought up that I saw them. Mm -hmm. Couldn't tell you what they were about necessarily, (laughs) but I remember that's most Italian movies for me. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I, I I don't love them any less. I just couldn't like tell you the plot like two days after I watched it. I'd be like, uh, there was a woman. She was in danger. (laughs) I don't know. There was a killer. Uh, (laughs) I remember it looked really good. I liked it. Um, I don't remember the details, honestly.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I'll just give a brief synopsis. I've I, It's fairly fresh in my memory, fortunately. Um, give it another day, though, and it probably would have been <laughs> out of there. But, uh, yeah, basically just like a woman's... Um, she's kind of uptight, uh, posh kind of lady has uh, these dreams about her neighbor um, who's a little bit more of a free spirit and very, um, I guess, like... Just party, party, party and like and and kind of, uh, you know, promiscuous and things like that. And uh, she has a dream that she uh, ends up stabbing the woman. And then the next day it's discovered that the or I guess it's sometime later, but then they cut to it, it, the lady did actually get stabbed in the way that she had dreamt it. So uh, it's just kind of a whole did she, didn't she uh, type of thing. Plenty of red herrings, all that good stuff. It's I don't know if I would call it a straight giallo, probably more giallo, like adjacent. But um, I, I have to say, I mean, I, I really like Fulci's work, even though it's all kind of wildly done. Uh, all of his movies are really nuts. But uh, but this one was the first one, probably other than the Beyond, where I was just like, man, uh, I was really struck by how well it was filmed and, and framed and shot and everything like that. There's some really stunning sequences, especially the dream sequences with a lot of like uh, kind of fan work and slow motion. And uh, normally that, could be done like in a boring way, but this was just like it, it just kind of gripped me and had me engaged, so I really dug that a lot. Um, so that would, yeah, it's probably top of my list on, on Fulci, actually. Um, oh wow, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I mean, the qualities are all you know of his films vary, <laughs> uh, freaking uh, gigantically between films, sometimes and film. in the same movie,
0: they <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, that's they, uh, I mean, I, I really have come to like Fulci at first. I remember watching his stuff, I'm like, I don't understand this (laughs) and uh uh that might have been was getting into italian horror anyway in general and uh was kind of like the whole thing was like i don't get this everyone's dubbed and i don't know what's going on and it's just weird and now i kind of love all that stuff about (laughs) italian horror like um somebody this is not my quote but somebody had pointed out that like fulci like when he hits he like really hits like he like grand slam like knocks out of the park but like when he misses it's eh, it's not so great but like the the hit the highs are so high that it's yeah you, know, you could forgive a lot of the other stuff. So, and once you said that, I kind of remembered way more of the movie when you started talking about, it. I was like, oh yeah, that the dream sequences and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I should probably watch that again. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, it, I mean, it. I I thought it was a really beautiful looking movie. I it it was. Ah, uh, the I watched it on the mondo macabro DVD or uh, Blu-ray, not
0: DVD. I have that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting just because I've I've been on a weird journey with him my first one that i'd ever seen of his was actually uh not zombie like most people's it was actually the new york ripper which um have you seen
0: new york ripper that, that might have been my first Vulture too. oh wow movie. okay wow and cool. i was in the deep end of the pool right away cool. <laughs> I
2: yeah like... i was drowning it was insane <laughs> i was like what did i get myself into this is insane um yeah man i like that movie though but it is um uh problematic on so many levels yeah that's
0: a way to say it yeah it is wow it is brutal like
2: yeah one of those movies
0: you watch by yourself and you're like almost ashamed you're like you know it's like you can be alone and then and you're like <laughs> i shouldn't be watching this. it's like it's really fucked up oh i hit that back the beyond was the first fulci oh okay so okay. I, nice. I was like wait that doesn't seem right but but uh and the Beyond's probably still my favorite fulci but yeah you gripper's so like scuzzy and like oh man geez filthy like but it's i kind of really like
2: it yeah there's something about there's a charm to it that i i don't know i don't know what it is but he 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 can grab me i don't know what it is i mean it's funny that i think the new york ripper is actually a way sleazier movie than devil's honey which i don't know how i feel about me feeling that way about it but that that that's just my truth i'm just speaking my truth here (laughs) they Uh,
0: could compete i don't i don't know how i could pick which one was like slimy or you know like uh, very grimy movies I don't know (laughs) like Devil's Honey also made me uncomfortable when I was by myself watching it I was like if anybody walks in right now I don't know how I'm gonna explain any (laughs) of what's going on (laughs) like it's gonna be trouble um I yeah I don't know they're 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 out there I mean I just (laughs) I think it comes back to um stuff with Fulci and just Italian horror in general it's like I watch so many like normal <laughs> American made Hollywood productions. And when you step outside that and watch like the Italian horror, you're like, well this is very different than what I'm used to. So oh, yeah. I mean, on that level, I really appreciate I always appreciate it. I'm like, well this is very different than what I usually watch. So it's
2: definitely refreshing. Um, but yeah. it is uh it's a vibe. I mean yeah. <laughs> it's a very hearty vibe. Um yes. if you're not into if you're not ready for it, it is it is quite uh Uh, uh, intense um yes i agree yeah it can be it can be um but yeah i don't know i and i will say my movie watching uh as you'd expect with a newborn um has dropped significantly (laughs) um so but you know i i was kind of struggling with it actually a little bit because i was like man like i'm sure this is normal i'm sure it's normal but like it's just like one of those things where i'm just like i don't I miss movies so much, but I like, so I try to force myself to stay up late or something and I'm just like suffering, uh, instead of enjoying it. So now I'm trying to pick and choose a little bit better and just, uh, realize that like, that's okay. You don't have to watch a movie every day. And, and, uh, but that's, that's a hard, that's a tough pill to swallow, man. I understand. It's <laughs> <laughs> like movie
0: addicts over here. Um, uh, definitely. That, uh, see, I thought I'd heard when they were like, you know, a newborn baby, it was easier yeah. to still like watch stuff because they're yeah. not, really take anything in. If you're staying up late with them, you can just sit and watch a movie. Like when they get to be like two, three, <laughs> they right. might still be like, they might notice more stuff and take more stuff in or talking more. So mm-hmm. uh, now I'm worried for you about <laughs> going forward. Like, well, Oh no, the movie watching, like, I thought this was the time to get some stuff watched. And it's like, it's okay, yeah. baby. You don't have to look at devil's honey. You don't know, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you're only two months old. You don't know what's happening here. It's totally fine. It's fine. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> you
1: yeah. Know <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's he's very familiar with the word motherfucker though I can tell you that at this point uh, <laughs> just considering the I mean we watched Walking on the Edge I think it was the wor- the first movie we watched uh, that I had with me uh, had him with me and. Was just like, wow, if you were any older, we would right. not be doing this right now. Like,
0: See, I think you'd still get away with it. They won't be hearing, they won't be like, well, taking stuff in.
2: <laughs> that's a fair point, actually, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I have to say, I think the whole thing about having a newborn, I was, my wife and I were, like, so stoked because we were just like, yes, finally, we can just, like, I'm off for a month. We can chill, watch a ton of movies. That is so bogus. Like, <laughs> it's so bogus. It's so exhausting. It's so satisfying, though, too, and, like, rewarding. But it is the most, like it's the biggest misnomer like no the the kid's gonna cry like all hours the (laughs) night and you're gonna just take your sleep where you can get it so it's it's uh yeah so that was a really big rude awakening (laughs) for both of us but um yeah but I, you know that's how it goes man
0: yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's safe. <laughs> I think it's safe to say it's worth it. I think it's safe oh to say it's totally
2: <laughs> oh hands down. I've never so been happier. So when he I, when he yeah. turns
0: five, then you can just start showing him some Folge movies, and it's cool. And you know, <laughs> listen, well, you're I, going to kindergarten. It's time to learn about some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: well, every time I change his diaper, it's in front of the movie wall, and I turn around and get something, and he's got a copy of Cannibal Holocaust in his hands every time. <laughs> it's so weird. He's a, he's a freak already i love it
0: <laughs> i'm gonna grab the weirdest most fucked up movie i can <laughs> find
2: oh
1: man
0: that is funny well i hope somehow you can start watching more movies soon but i don't oh, know what, what we'll all, turn.
2: but it's all good it'll it'll take a while it's all good though it's it's okay. been uh, yeah very enjoyable so yes
0: um well anything else you want to bring up before i mention oh.
2: some- actually yeah one more um last night we watched Kate uh that new action movie with um Mary Elizabeth Winstead um and I thought it was pretty good actually it was basically like a John Wick type story but more with like a ticking clock element um have you have you watched that yet I know that like kind of hit high on the Netflix charts yeah I have not and
0: it's it seems like a thing that could be right up my alley I kind of heard some mixed things but yeah um the idea of it kind of sound like someone mixed like crank and John wick together and
2: mm, that <laughs> and, sounds about right yeah. that
0: I'm on board for and uh and yeah I, I don't know I just didn't get to it I kinda of have a busy weekend and um yeah so I do want to see it though I'll st- I'll still watch it it's it's all it's on Netflix so I have easy access to
1: it
2: yeah yeah I mean if if, if for nothing else it's like a good entertaining watch we don't have to think too hard about what's on the screen and it looks right. great um <laughs> and the direction's really creative and stuff but uh it's nothing groundbreaking and and um I don't know it's not gonna make any lists uh at the end of the year but I it definitely was a fun mindless time to just throw something on and have a good time with it
0: okay yeah that's usually all I want sometimes <laughs> like just, <laughs> yeah just mindless entertainment it's fine I don't expect it to be like groundbreaking stuff you know at this point so yeah. uh, but I was like I like Mary with Winstead and this is like a cool movie so you know I'll I'll watch it uh, at some point um I'm always watch that for podcasts it feels like you know half the time or i'm totally, watching yeah. random stuff that i just come across and then i i i've realized i will not quit on a movie no matter how bad it is <laughs> like dude, dude, uh, me neither
2: i'm the same way
0: so i i waste so much time there's like times i should stop <laughs> watching a movie and i just will not stop i'm like no no i have to finish this um i won't say what the movie is but i watched a movie on shutter a couple weeks ago or a week ago that was very short it was like an hour and 15 minutes long okay one of the worst movies i've seen this whole year <laughs> but, oh no like from the outset like i knew it was gonna be bad and uh i just kept watching it because i was like well it's an hour 15 at the very worst you know it's like i won't waste too much time <laughs> but like that's that's the extent i'm like i just can't once i started it, it's like it's gonna happen like <laughs> I'm gonna i'm gonna finish it it's i gotta stop i really gotta just tell myself you don't have to watch the bad movie. <laughs>
2: Oh, man, you have me so curious on what that is. So I will have to ask you after the fact. Yeah,
0: I, I would. I don't <laughs> want to trash it because it's like a smaller movie anyway. And I don't think I much have oh, a budget, gotcha. but it like just didn't work for me. at all. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, OK, so um, but stuff I did like. So, uh, well, stuff I've already liked. I watched it again. So I don't know if you had a chance to watch the new trailer for Matrix Resurrections that came out
2: last week. I, I did. I watched it last night. Yeah.
0: Good God. I'm so hyped for this movie. (laughs) Yeah. It
2: looks awesome.
0: I feel like I'm 14 again and the sequels (laughs) are about to come out and I'm like, just, you know, going out of my mind. So excited for this movie. Cause I had heard about it like a long Mm. time ago. I think it's been kind of, it might've been COVID delayed. I can't remember. Um, Sure. It just feels like it's been kind of around for a while. And I kind of, the excitement wasn't there, but like the minute I saw a trailer, I was like, I'm in hundred (laughs) percent. Yes. Take me back. Uh, And so because of that, I watched the sequels again. I've seen the first one more times than almost any movie in my whole life. So I didn't even watch the first <laughs> one again. Um, and uh, the sequels, it's complicated with the sequels. There's a lot of people have, there's a lot of talk about them, obviously. Uh, <laughs> you know, people have strong feelings. Um, so I rewatched, you know, Reloaded first. And I was never that against Reloaded. Like, um, Reloaded has some very, very cool action sequences like some great action set pieces and they still hold up um the agent smith giant fight (laughs) Uh, that's awesome it's yes it's better than i remember because i remember even being hard on it in 2003 because it had that real like rubbery look because they cgi'd you know so many of like keanu and then all the agent smiths and it had this kind of like you know video game quality and like but there's a lot more practical in that fight than i remembered like, I remember being, like, a whole CGI mess, but it wasn't that bad. And uh, I, there's just so much good stuff in Reloaded, and it's a lot of fun. Um, So I like that even a little more than I remembered. even though I kind of always liked it. Yeah. Um, And those movies, oh, it just looks so good, too. I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> like ho- movies hardly look this good anymore. So um, that was refreshing. Yeah. And then I went to, Revol- uh, oh, God, what's it called? Revolution. <laughs>
2: See, Revolution. I think it's Revolution. This
0: yeah. is a problem when they all start with an R, too. It's ah. like. Resurrections, revolutions. Um, <laughs> yeah, revolutions. And which is the one I really had a problem with, especially when I was younger, I really felt like cheated by that movie. I felt sure. very upset by it because it was not the movie I wanted it to be. But the more I know about the Wachowskis and movies that they have made, like, especially like cloud Atlas, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that really conforms like, their worldview <laughs> and like revolutions is more, uh, it's kind of like hopeful. Uh, there's more about love in there. The stuff I was interested in when I was like 15, when I just wanted a cool action movie. You know, yeah. it's like the 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 worldview. It's like I get what they're going for now, and I uh, I like it more. I don't like it more than the first Matrix or Reloaded, but I like it way more than I did because I kind of kind of get what they're going for better. I think, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not disappointed by the. Oh, there's like a lack lack of action. Although that battle in Zion is way more impressive than I remember too. I think yeah. like uh, it's pretty crazy how long it goes on for and how much <laughs> stuff is happening. Um, they do kind of, they, the weird thing about revolution still is like, they kind of take you away from the main characters, even being together a lot and, and kind of doing stuff. There's a lot of like new people introduced who, you know, like new characters kind of pop up and, yeah. um, and kind of you follow them. And I'm like, no, I just want to follow like Neo and Trinity and Morpheus, <laughs> you know, like Neo's in a train station for like the first like 40 minutes of the movie or something. And uh, so it's weird. It's kind of a mess. But you know what? It's better than I remembered. And it does help. Like it kind of helps um, knowing that there's a fourth one coming to like ease the the burn I felt on that <laughs> one because I thought that was it. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's all we're going to get. And um, there's even a part at the end that like really... It's so different now. It's the Oracle talking that little girl in the park at the end. And the little girl's like, uh, will we ever see Neo again or something? And she's like, I think we will someday or something. Which it's very different if the trailer comes out. You're like, oh, right. we will see him again. You know, it's like, uh, didn't think that was going to pay off. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I'm just so excited for that new movie. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what they're doing. I think it's going to be something really weird. I, I There's yeah. all these theories about what's going on, like how meta it might be um why is morpheus younger but neo and trinity are the same you know it's like those kind of questions (laughs) like um so lots of questions it that it feels like the first Matrix game because it's like i'm seeing this cool looking trailer i don't really know what's going on but I'm very excited for it.
2: <laughs> it's got the air about the the first one uh, in that trailer for sure. And so I was actually going to ask you about the Lawrence Fishburne thing, um, why he wasn't in it. But so that character is supposed to be like a younger version of Morpheus.
0: I think, yeah, even the actor playing him confirmed he's Morpheus. Oh, wow. OK,
2: because yeah. he did the glass like he was wearing he's the glasses. The same glasses and, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, what are they doing? And then, OK, but I didn't look very, you know, far into it. So that makes way more sense. OK, yeah, it just yeah, it just
0: looks so good. I'm like, oh, again, like a movie looking so good because <laughs> sometimes things get so like muddy looking and yeah. um, you know, I just feel like that's it's so nice when it like look, looks that striking. I'm just like, oh man, I'm so I'm so I hope it's let me down because I'm so excited for it. I was like, oh god, don't disappoint me again. <laughs> but it
2: looks, it does look really sharp. It looks really good.
0: Yeah, so I'm yeah. excited too. Yeah. So yeah, I watched those and it was it was good to watch the re- sequels again. <laughs> so nice. um. And the last thing uh, I will say. So I was busy watching one of my favorite movies of the year that just came out twice in one weekend. and I watched uh, Malignant.
2: Oh, uh, I'm so curious about that one. It's amazing. <laughs> like
0: it's I don't want it, this is the tough thing about this movie. It's like I don't want to tell you much. I didn't yeah. know much going in like I kept seeing like the, the little YouTube ad before I'd start any YouTube video where it's mm-hmm. like, uh, Just Annabella Wallace, I think is the actress's name. I'm forgetting. Um, The main actor, uh, actress is like, she's running around the house. It's very, it's like a quick thing. It's like a 10 second, five second thing. And like, I had not, I don't think I even saw a full trailer, honestly. They kept it very mysterious. Yeah. And once you see the movie, you'll understand why. Um, You're probably going to think it's one thing. It is not the thing you think it is. Oh, whoa. Okay. Uh, By the last 30 minutes, I was like, like <laughs> sitting in my chair, like grinning from ear to ear with like glee at how Ugh. fucking batshit shit that it went. Like it went in this direction I did not expect. Uh, I, it's, Oh God, it kills me. I to be able to say more about it, but I really <laughs> don't want to like, because going in blind and not having an idea of what's going to happen is like really half the fun, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't even know what they'll say. Like everyone's talking about it on everywhere. You know, it's like yeah, and yeah. The funny thing was the box office was pretty bad. Like, but I guess everyone watched it on oh, HBO really? Max because it only made like five million dollars in theaters. But everybody I know is talking about it. Maybe it's just my bubble of sure, of yeah. movie people. But um, it's yeah. I'm oh, I wish I could say more. But uh, it's it's so good. It's one of my favorite things of the year because it's so crazy. I cannot believe James Wan was like. Writing the success of Aquaman it, <laughs> give me give me like thirty, I think it's like thirty million to make this oh, wow. crazy horror movie. It looks so good. Like it's oh, I hate I don't want to bag on like low budget horror movies because people are trying so hard and they know a lot of money. But it's just more about to watch somebody who's really, really good <laughs> have a lot of money and resources and yeah. what they can do when they have that kind of money. It's like, Oh, this is so refreshing, (laughs) like his camera work. It's always so good, but it's like he's just so good at doing this kind of stuff. Like there's like Sam Raimi type touches, I feel like in the way that they. Oh, yeah. You know, the way the camera moves both of them and like he's just like him, like getting to do like complete blank check bonkers movie. And uh, yeah, I (laughs) can't wait till you watch it at some point. Like uh, I can't remember how your wife does with horror
2: movies. But, oh, uh, um, it depends. Uh, <laughs> y- yeah, it just depends. Um, okay. usually the rule is if she agrees to it, then I have to get up with her if she has to get up in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, so that's fine. Uh, I'll take it. Sometimes I'm desperate and I'm like, yes, please. Let's watch this together. So, okay. I will yes. say
0: I didn't think this was as scary as I was going to be, which is okay <laughs> because it makes up for it in like a bunch of other ways. And, uh, the horror movie not being like completely terrifying is not the, uh, be all end all for me, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah, on that way, it's different too. I really thought it'd be much scarier. It's there's like some a couple like amazing, like action set pieces.
1: Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> like, all right.
0: Yeah. See, I, I'm sorry I keep like teasing this, but, um, I'm trying to like talk around everything, but give you like <laughs> these nuggets of information. <laughs> um, it's great. It's, I don't know, it's, it's so good. I, uh, yeah, I, maybe we'll talk about it like I I might do an episode on it down the road, possibly mm-hmm. like a whole episode of the movie, but I'm not sure yet. So um, oh, whenever you guys get a chance, watch it. It's crazy. It's, just, it's like so much fun.
2: It's um, it's on my list for sure. And that, that, the poster is like beautiful. I love the the design of the poster.
0: Yeah, I think it looks great. Like it just, you know, when you give a guy like that, that kind of money and he let him be as creative as he wants, cause it feels like a movie that i can't believe warner brothers was like yeah do do whatever you want <laughs> like you know like um i guess after Aquaman made a billion dollars they're like you know what oh. just there you go do whatever you yeah. want <laughs> so um and he did he really did it's uh it's something uh, <laughs> so that's awesome. oh, yeah it's it's very cool. cool um but yeah that's all that's all i had to talk about so if you want we can jump into talking about uh goldeneye so let's
2: let's let's uh let's get our rumble packs ready and let's do this <laughs> I'm oh, down. we'll
0: we'll get to the game that's all that I, I <laughs> could not bring up not not bring up the game so um but the first thing i will ask you is like just your general thoughts on golden Nine. if you kind of remember seeing it when it first came out or when you first saw the movie
2: yeah um it's actually my very first bond film um so i saw that in the theater when it came out uh it, it i grew up in a small town in iowa so it was just kind of like you know that was what you did and you went to the small theater in town and and watched uh, whatever was playing, basically. And I was this was like one of the first movies I remember being um, specifically like kind of hyped for. And I didn't really know why. I knew my mom was like a big fan of James Bond, but we never watched any Bond movies at home. And um, I remember going to the theater and wasn't really sure what I was going to get. And it it like seriously knocked my socks off because it was just nonstop. There's something happening, like always, I think, and that that it that it's at least interesting, if not, it's if not like full of action. It's just it constantly kind of has you on the edge of your seat. And, um, I was just so taken with kind of his suaveness, um and how I mean, I just thought Pierce Brosnan was so fucking cool, like in it. <laughs> um, I mean, I think he was in Mrs. Doubtfire previous to that. Am I right? Is that yeah, before yeah. the, yeah. so I remember I remember him being like you know Stu the English guy that gets his Mercedes (laughs) decal ripped off by Ron Williams but I didn't know anything (laughs) beyond that so I um so I mean man I was pretty taken with it I loved I I I I think that kind of like fueled my interest in kind of um I guess like spy or espionage type movies um and had enough like thrills in it and it was smart it didn't it didn't talk down to the audience. It didn't deliver a bunch of, at least not too much exposition, uh, kind of handholding and stuff, uh, just kind of where it needed to. And, um, yeah, the, the women were beautiful and, um, you know, the, I don't know the setting of just Russia. I don't, I don't think I'd seen Russia in a film before at that time. And I was just like, Whoa, this is so crazy that people live out here. And, uh, you know, I was like 10, you know, when it came out. So it, it, it really blew my mind. Um, but it was a, it was a frequent rental I remember. And it was, um, yeah, one of my first DVDs actually as well. So I, I, have just, I've seen it so many times. Um, it was just, it was really refreshing to revisit it and especially like watch it with my wife as well, who wasn't sure if she had seen it. So she had a, she had a good time with it as well.
0: Okay. I was going to ask my next question if she liked it or not. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. That's, that's a good sign. Uh, So yeah. Um, That, uh, it's fun, very similar. I'm pretty sure it was the first Bond movie I saw. I was only eight when this came out. So, okay. <laughs> you know, and I don't think I saw it in a the theater. I'm pretty sure I did not. Um, but definitely a rental. Um, I don't know about you or any of your friends. This kicked off like a real like Bond craze for me and my like <laughs> nine, 10 oh, year old friends, uh, because it was okay. Well, just, the game The I know it before, <laughs> like, Oh Jesus Christ, the game, but the, <laughs> the golden eye game on N64, was like, at the time I felt like groundbreaking, you know, I don't think I ever played like a first person shooter on a console like that and to have that movie tie in. And like, I really was thinking today, I was like, I think that game really helped open up like a whole new generation of like young kids to James Bond. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's a six year gap between License to Kill and Goldeneye. Which is, I think, still the longest gap between Bond movies. <laughs> um, I'd be right, yeah. Forgot when Spectre came out.
2: <laughs> um, it's been a bit,
0: yeah. So it, at the time, it was the longest gap, and there was like this whole thing with like litigation or something, and mm. all these issues trying to get the next movie made. Um, so there was that gap, and it was like a chance to you know reboot the whole franchise. And so I think between just like rebooting it and kind of modernizing it a bit, and the game, I just feel like this whole new generation who probably didn't care much about bond before because um and i don't i was too young so i don't remember but i know the two Timothy dalton ones which i saw a very long time ago i wanted to rewatch them for this but i didn't get to um didn't do very well i don't think they weren't real re- well received yeah um which i was kind of thinking like was that probably due to these other big 80s action stars like arnold and stallone and like was bond just kind of out of fashion you know <laughs>
2: yeah that, that makes sense actually maybe a little little old hat at that point maybe
0: yeah yeah. So I feel like they really get to refresh it in 95. And, like, I, it, like the game is a big part of that. I know I I try to separate <laughs> this time. I had watched watch GoldenEye a while. I've seen GoldenEye a lot, but I had not seen it in a while before <laughs> this. And I'm like, no, it's still, like, I think it's a great movie. Not just a great Bond movie, but, like, a great movie. Yeah. Um, and I really, really like it. Um, I feel like I'm really putting all the stuff out right at the front of the show. But I'm like, I also think it's the best Pierce Brosnan Bond, which I – think is not like a hot take. I think that's pretty like universally uh, agreed upon. Um, it is my
2: favorite. By, it's by yeah, far, I think it's
0: yeah. my favorite of his. And one of my favorite Bond movies in general, I just think it, yep. uh, it toes this line between being like, it, it's not taking itself too seriously. So it's still having fun. There's still some funny one-liners, you know, uh, but it's still more serious than like a Roger Moore, Bond, <laughs> which, yep. um, which are always the ones that I had the hardest time with were like the Roger Moore (laughs) Bond movies. I don't know about you,
2: but (laughs) I I actually I actually have gone and this is no disrespect to the man, but I've actually gone out of my way uh, to save those for last. I actually have not seen a single (laughs) Roger Moore one. Um, I've seen I think all the Connery's and um, the Brosnan's and the Craig's, but I actually I haven't seen the Timothy Dalton ones, but those are actually really high on my list. But no, I I'm I'm not keen on. Yeah, yeah, I'll get there, but I'm just not. It's Roger Moore is my isn't my first uh first pick i've seen some of the you know clips and stuff and i'm like i don't know if i'm ready to go down goofy goofy lane quite yet (laughs) yeah
0: yeah he was like the one that never really worked for as kids you know it was like (laughs) he always felt old to me yeah you know he never felt like much of a threat um (laughs) he just his movies were like by far i think the goofiest um not like goopy things didn't happen in like die another day or right. uh, some of the later uh, Sean Connery ones, but diamonds um, are forever. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, uh, I think like you, I, I've seen all the Brosnan ones, I've seen all the Craig ones, um, seen every Connery one. I don't think, I, except I, I don't think I've seen you only live twice.
2: That's a good one. Um, uh, if I remember that one correctly, I think that's a little. Is that the one in Japan?
0: I believe so. I, I think so. Yeah.
2: yeah. There's um, some there's some questionable yellow things going on. <laughs> yeah, to, I thought. That, yeah, <laughs> I thought that might
0: happen. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I watched like I've watched a it's funny I've watched a couple like James Bond documentaries
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: in my life, but like haven't seen all the movies. So I feel like I've I've heard about some movies, but I've seen the movie. Like I I think when I was younger in my Bond phase, like around the Goldeneye time, I rented On Her Majesty's Secret Service, but I had like no interest in it because. <laughs> he's a one and done George Lazenby is a one and done bond. So I'm like, why even invest in this guy? But now that's a movie that like that I remember as a kid, I thought everybody kind of shit on and didn't like. And then I feel like in recent years, it's been reappraised as like a good bond movie.
2: Okay. Okay. The score is killer. And I have the, I have the LP for that score. I think it's a really fantastic score, but I I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen that movie either actually.
0: So, yeah, I, I probably should rewatch it. I have the whole like Bond set. I should probably mm. go boost at some point. But, um, like you, I avoid a lot of the Roger Moore movies. Although I'm a weird, I'm, it's, there's some problematic stuff, but I'm kind of a defender of Live and Let Die because, oh, because it's kind of like goofy and I like like the setting and like the voodoo stuff is like ridiculous and stupid, but I kind of like, I enjoy the villains. Uh, like Jane Seymour's in there. There's all these like things I like, uh, but I mean, there's issues with it, but I kind of like that one.
2: <laughs> well, I, I know we'll get into it later, but I, that is actually one of my favorite themes. Um, oh, But I'm a, I'm a Wings fan, so that's yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> it is. It's a very good theme. It's it it's is. really good. Um, yeah. but yeah. So sorry. This I knew this was gonna happen. We talk about Bond in general because I'm like all <laughs> over the place. But um, but who knows? We'll do another Bond movie. So I'm like, we gotta get all well, on the table here. So yeah, Goldeneye seems like a lot of people's first exposure to. James Bond though. I guess it probably has to do with the the gap between movies and the game. And people were like, I should probably watch this movie. <laughs> um because it I at the time I thought it was super cool. Like I was I loved it. I thought Pierce Brosnan was as a kid, I would go around and say he's the best Bond, even though I had <laughs> like I hadn't seen hardly other Bond movies, but I'm like, he's James Bond, like telling people my grandpa's like, what are you talking about? Sean Connery. I'm like, no, no, he's old grandpa. It's all about Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> like in my mind to this day, like I think my like bond, I've always picture is Pierce Brosnan is James Bond. And then maybe because I was my first exposure to him, but I just feel like he looks the part.
2: Yeah. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like, I know I like what he does. It gets worse. His, his this poor man. I think he's one of the best bonds who's in, it gets like worse. I, it's like he has a great, op- a great start with Goldeneye, like a great yeah. intro in Goldeneye, and then, see, I thought they got progressively worse, but I think, uh, World is Not Enough is the second best one. Tomorrow Never Dies is like in between those two, and it's it's good.
1: Yeah,
2: I
0: don't think it's great. And then Our Day is a disaster.
2: It's not. <laughs> Not great although i have a soft spot for it and i don't know why but i think it's trash but i i love it i don't know what it, the i don't know like the invisible car and stuff and like i don't know yeah it's really silly but why not yeah it's kind of fun uh,
0: i i mean maybe i it was the one i didn't get to rewatch i did rewatch all the bros and bonds except for diner day i didn't have the time and i said i don't want to make two hours to watch Diner day like um I made some hard choices, so <laughs> didn't have time to watch it. So uh, I remember it being really bad, and yeah. I was just like, "This is this is rough." Like I felt really bad for Pierce And <laughs> I'm like, he does not deserve this. Like I felt like they were sabotaging him or something. Like what the fuck are they doing to this guy? Like it kind uh, of felt that way. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, yeah "Worlds on Enough" I thought was uh, goof. Oh, then I remembered. I mean, the villain is, thing is weird. He doesn't feel pain. That's kind of a goofy. That's oh, James yeah. Bond. And then yeah. Denise Richards is Doctor. Christmas Jones, I believe Christmas? is her last. Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Yep, yeah, that sounds uh, right.
0: She's not in the movie as much as I remembered. Um, and
2: but she is bad. She's really bad in the
0: movie. Like, she,
2: oh, she gives weird. a better performance than uh, Tammy the T-Rex. If I had to be, if I had to pick,
0: <laughs> you actually are right. I think. Like,
2: I, I, I really do believe that. And that I, I wish I was being facetious, but I'm totally not being. No, I, I
0: mean, I've seen yeah. both. I think I'm with you. Uh, her <laughs> line readings are brutal in World Is Not Enough. Like, <laughs> everything she has to say is just. I was really open-minded going back to that one again. I was like, I don't want to beat up on Denise Richards because she already got dogpiled on for years. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's not good in the movie. But like, yeah. she's in less of the movie than I remember. Yeah. So <laughs> that's she doesn't she doesn't show up like an hour into that movie, and right. then and then is she disappears a lot. I feel like, like there's just whole like scenes where she's not around and she comes back and she disappears again. It's a weird movie. It moves well, but it's just kind of a little too all over the place. I feel like Goldeneye is like has it shit together you
2: know (laughs) yeah it's it's the most consistent and it knows it knows what it's doing with dabbling in the tones of like action and kind of like the sexual stuff and the like innuendos and it's just everything is just kind of they're they're hitting right on the mark every single time um whereas the other ones i feel like they just definitely went way over the line constantly in many different directions and it does feel (laughs) like you're watching Kind of like three different movies in one as opposed to just kind of one cohesive piece of piece of film.
0: Yeah, I will say one thing about Tomorrow Never Dies that comes right after this one. The first half of that movie is brutal. It's so boring. Like, I feel like it's such a (laughs) the opening's good. And then it's like a boring, like almost like 45 minutes something uh, where it's like, who cares about Pierce Brosnan, Terry Hatcher's like relationship and. you meet the villain but it's like he's like a media mogul i just think the whole thing is kind of weak it gets much better in the second half michelle michelle yo comes in oh yeah she kicks all kinds of ass it's like one of my favorite like bond girl almost seems dismissive because she's like doing so much and she has her own like hong kong style fight scene that bond's not even like involved in (laughs) yeah like um i forgot about that when i was like oh this is awesome like she's so good. And like the movie so much better in the second half and she's so good in it. She kind of steals the movie of Pierce Brosnan, honestly, like takes it away from him. Yeah. And, uh, um, and yeah. I and then agree. So, yeah, but the first half is like, Oh, this is so I thought it was like, this is really bad. And then it picks up so much well, in the second it,
2: half. Well, and, and it doesn't help that like your villain is basically Steve jobs. Like how, <laughs> like how threatening is that? Like, right, I don't know. Like, Rupert Who cares? Like, or something, you know, it's yeah, like, this, like,
0: media guy. It's like a tech guy. It's like, he's not, He's just not that threatening, you know. It's, no, like, no, not at all. <laughs> it doesn't. it doesn't work. I don't think. Um, <gasps> so yeah, I just think he, Brosnan gets saddled with like these movies that just aren't that great after GoldenEye, <laughs> and uh, I love him so much in this one. I'm like, this is my Bond. Like, I, yeah, I think I've come around to like that. Uh, I think Connor is probably still the best Bond, honestly, in my opinion. Like, as I watch more of his stuff, but. It's like I have a special place in my heart for Pierce Brosnan as Bond. Like, he's probably number... That's tough. I was number two, but then there's Daniel Craig. Uh,
2: Craig was my number one for a really long time, actually. Yeah, I kind of felt that way
0: when they rebooted it. Um, And I do like him. But he's so... To me, he's so different from any other Bond. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like you could see some connective... Like, you could see some similarities between, like, Brosnan and Dalton and Connery. And then Roger Moore is kind of a weird outlier, too, because he's, like, your old creepy uncle or something. You know, it's right, like— right. um And he just kind of feels— But, like, Daniel Craig feels like he's on a, a different— I don't know. He's just in a different realm. So it's almost, like, hard to rank him for me. Like, he's doing such a different thing with the character. Like, he's kind of a psychopath.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's really, not wrong.
0: Nobody else. It got close. I think to that whole killer thing. Like Brosnan has some moments where he's kind of like does some pretty like cold blooded stuff. But um, I think Dalton was kind of like a had some kind of moments like that. But like overall, like Daniel Craig really has that that gear of like like I will kill you and like with yeah. like no hesitation. Like yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know about you. Like I like most of the Daniel Craig movies, but I. I'm getting to the point now where I almost wish they would lighten up a little bit because
2: they're very serious.
0: They're yeah, very yeah. serious. I agree. Like, yeah. Like to the point where, um, even I'm like, we can lighten up a little bit. guys. <laughs> it's like, I don't want like Roger Moore moonraker stuff, mm-hmm, but I just no. want you to like tone it up, a, tone it down a little bit. Um, uh, and his movies weird too, because I think he's got two of the best bond movies, one of the worst bond movies and one that's kind of like in the middle.
2: Holy. oh can i ask your ranking of, of those uh, while we're on the subject I yeah mean. that's fine i figured yeah. this, would have, this is fine I figured <laughs> we'd do this.
0: um for craig i would say because i think skyfall is like my favorite bond movie overall
1: okay yeah and it's i think really casino
0: royale is like very close number two mm-hmm. and then i would say specter because there's some good stuff in specter but it's kind of a mess and then quantum of solace i really don't like that movie oh, <laughs> like
2: man. oh everyone you shits like- on that one I, l- I actually really like that one <laughs>
0: I tried to come back to it a couple years ago and give it like another shot and really didn't like it. I was so bothered by like how the action is done in that movie.
2: Yeah, like, I, I can understand that. Yeah.
0: Mark Forrester, I think, is the director, right? Yeah. Of that one. Yep. Yeah, that's not that an right. action guy. Not, like, not a guy called call on for action. It's edited like crazy. Like, um, apparently, I did read, I feel bad, that there was a writer's strike, like either had happened or was like impending. Uh, that's right. And. Yeah. Daniel Craig and Mark Forster pretty much had to write up the script themselves is what I heard. (laughs) like, um, so I mean, kind of makes sense that it's a little, a bit of a mess. I was really excited for that one too, because at the time I was talking about the idea of like a direct continuation from one movie to the next, because usually Mm -hmm. they don't do that, you know? So, um, but yeah, it just, I just don't like that movie. I think it's like a complete, like, mess, and it does not, like, nothing hardly works
2: for me in that movie. Totally, like, yeah. No, I, I get why people are kind of down on it, um, for sure, and I, the shaky, I mean, it's a lot of shaky cam, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen it yeah, in probably, like, right. ten years, but I remember that being, that that driving me nuts, and I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of shaky cam, um, <laughs> overall, but, yeah, so that, I do, I do take issue with some of those action scenes, but I think I just like the settings quite a bit in that, um, and, and the, again, the theme song is pretty badass, um, but, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> my ranking would pre- pretty much I think I would do probably Casino Royale than Skyfall. I think those are pretty interchangeable for me. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, Casino Royale is like the second most watched Bond movie of mine. So I have a pretty big soft spot for that one. I mean,
0: pick between Skyfall and Casino Royale is like it's a tough, you know, it's like, yeah. which, which piece of gold do I like better? You know, it's. like <laughs> uh, I think they're two of my t- top five Bond movies, honestly, like they'd be yeah. way, way up there. Um, Golden Eyes up there in the top five. I, Goldfinger is probably up in the top five for me. Um, that was one I watched a lot as a kid. That might be like more of a sentimental pick, but um, I don't know what the fifth one would be, honestly, if I did a top five. like
2: um, I'm a from, uh, from Russia With Love
0: fan. Oh, yeah, that is a really good one. That's a really <laughs> yeah. good
2: one. Yeah, I think yeah. that one
0: quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, the, the Craig ones are... I'm curious how No Time to Die is going to go, honestly, because... Yeah the pattern dictates that this should be a really good one. Cause it's like, for me, it's been like Casino Royale really good. Kwame is bad. Skyfall. Great. Uh, uh, Spectre, not so great. This one should be good by that yeah. pattern. So <laughs>
2: I like your um, logic. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's how I, am that's how I'm thinking about it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, sorry, back to golden. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Sorry, right, uh, everybody. Uh, no, it's my, it's, I, it's my <laughs> fault. Uh, but, this is all stuff I plan to do at the end of the episode that we're just pulling to the front of the episode. So well, it's...
2: Here's, here's the thing though, too. I mean, the, the series is gigantic. It's like impossible <laughs> to not talk about everything before golden and after golden because they all kind of inform one another sort right. of, right. so it's, I don't think it's, I think we're doing just fine, man. Okay. I think we're doing, <laughs> we're doing a great job.
0: Good job. Uh, I, you, I appreciate Good job. <laughs> you I appreciate the encouragement. Um, Okay, so i was going to ask what you think of Pierce Brosnan's Bond. We both really like Pierce Brosnan's Bond, it sounds like. Yes, um, yes. Um, let me see here. Um, random note I had, <laughs> probably to ask this later, but you know what bothered me in Goldeneye this time <laughs> is that they introduced this really slick, cool-looking BMW that has all those gadgets on it, and oh, yeah. they do nothing with that car. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I noticed that too. I was like, why?
2: What is the point?
0: Yeah, they introduced the car, Q tells him about the car. It's like got rockets under the headlights, all this cool stuff. <laughs> um, you don't see the car for the entire rest of the movie. Um, and I was thinking, how the hell are they going to get in the car? Cause he flies into Russia. So I'm like, where's the car right. going to be? And That's... then at the end, he just not well, close to the end. He gives the car to Jodan Baker. As they drive into yeah wherever they are in the Caribbean and, and get, throws in the keys and he drives off. You never see the car. <laughs>
2: yeah. What the hell? You know, <laughs> and just... I was thinking about that scene. You don't see any of the gadgets other than the pen. like, the oh, yeah. x-ray tray does nothing. The the phone booth thing does nothing. Like, it's all just for Goofy, you know. I mean, I appreciate it. I love that sequence. But, like, it really doesn't serve much of a purpose at all.
0: Yeah. I was, that stuff, like, the the things you mentioned, the x-ray tray and the phone booth. I'm like, were these just, like, background gags? Or just, like, he was. I could imagine taking a dinner tray with him. <laughs>
2: you know, like, yeah. Why? Like... No.
0: No, of course not. No does, sane
2: person would do that.
0: No, it does set up a great joke from Desmond Llewellyn and his Q, who I do really like his Q. Um, yeah. When they go through all these gadgets, and then Bond picks up that sub sandwich. And, <laughs> and his, his Q's like, don't touch that. He's like, that's my lunch. And it's like, great. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like that. I like that kind of goofy humor
2: (laughs) oh good yeah no um, the q scenes actually q scenes in bond movies tend to be actually some of my favorite scenes i just think they're so entertaining i really like ben wishaw's Q as well but um i mean the og q is pretty pretty amazing he's so funny
1: yeah
0: he's a very like comforting presence he's like a funny grandpa you know it's like (laughs) um (laughs) he always comes in i do love his scenes when he comes in just kills it and it's like it's always a scene where it's like a license to be like a little goofy, no matter the rest of Tony or movie. I feel like totally jokes in, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, we're doing the Q scene now. Good, good. Um, (laughs) Usually my favorite part too. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, um, he does use the watch and he does. Oh,
2: you're right. Yep. Good call. Sorry. Yep. You're right. He
0: uses the belt to swing away at one point. Uh,
2: No, you're fine. (laughs) Edit all of that out. I I screwed that up.
0: No, no, no. Uh, it's fine. There's a lot that happens to GoldenEye Oh, okay. We'll go back to the beginning of the movie. Let's just start there. Cause I yeah. think the cold open is like one of my favorite bond movie cold opens ever. <laughs>
1: like, yeah.
0: It's yeah. pretty great. Like the, yeah. the diving off the bungee jump off the the bridge, which looks insane. Cause a real person did. That. <laughs> like, yeah, And in one take, they only did one take of that. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to do another one. If I was that guy, I'd be like, no. we got it. Right. <laughs> oh
2: no, God. No.
1: <laughs>
0: it's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and then setting up the whole thing with him and Devil O Six, Sean Bean. Um, which I that I really like that in Goldeneye, that I feel like there's a personal connection to the villain. Yep. Which you don't always get. Um yep. and being a, a former double O agent, which I think is a cool touch. Um cool. so I really like Sean Bean as the villain. I kind of wish I remembered having more to do because he doesn't he does disappear for a very long time because we think he's dead. Yep. Um uh, and shows up. He has a great reintroduction though in that like oh. Russian statue graveyard. I don't it's a very cool setting. I don't really know what's going on there but yeah. um yeah. I married more from the game honestly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. It um. was hard to anyway, hard to get around <laughs> level. does it, it anyway, back to the movie, sorry. It was sorry. hard to navigate. You're right. No, it no. Was. It's, it was.
0: It is bizarre. This is probably the only movie on the planet where from playing a game, I could navigate, <laughs> I can give you the geography of the place the the scene that he's totally. in like like in the beginning, the cold open when he comes through the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. out the door, down the steps. I'm like, yeah, I know exactly how to navigate all this. <laughs> it's like, Perfect. Um, oh, man. It's just, it's great. Uh, but yeah. So, um, I mean, I like, what do you think of Sean Bean as, as the villain? Do you like him?
2: I actually like him quite a bit. Um, I found him to be kind of. Equally as suave and charming in in his own way, in a darker way for sure. Mm -hmm. Like um, a little edgier than than Brosnan, but what I really liked about that, and I mean, like you were saying, the personal kind of connection to the villain, but also just the fact that you get to see other Double O agent, like another Double O agent, and that's really cool because you you're so focused on Bond and throughout the entire series, but I feel like you really don't get. A flavor that the, or like a sense there are other agents like him right. out there so it's really kind of cool to, i mean felix is probably like the closest you're going to get but that's you know american or whatever on the american side but it's nice to see him have kind of like a kind of like a comrade or like a pardon the uh yeah the russian um
1: <laughs> yeah it ties it yeah. up perfectly
2: um but you know it's nice to see like him have somebody that's kind of like a buddy i guess or like a coworker that is on the level that he is. So I actually really, I really like, and, and I think Sean Bean just, I love him in general, but he, he plays it super well. He's very believable.
0: I, I agree, yeah. It is it is weird. I I was a kid, I was like, well, he's 007. There must be other 00 agents. Where right. are they? Right, yeah. <laughs> Why do they never team up? It's very strange. It's like, so strange. Um. So yeah, as a kid, I was like, oh, wow, another 00? Finally, there's another... <laughs> guy you know it's like and we never i don't remember they bring them in more in the craig movies Mm -hmm. i think do they mention them i can't remember
2: i I don't recall honestly i really i mean boy it's been some years (laughs) since i've seen them but i really don't think so actually
0: i think in the new movie i think there is going to be another double o and i think he more freaked out because we got the actress's name a lot of you know mostly guys got up in arms because they were like oh my god it's going to be a woman like, but, but she wasn't going to be double. She wasn't going to be James Bond. She was going right. to take over the number or just be another agent or, you know, it, people got really up in arms about that. And they were like, no, no, he's still, he's still James Bond. Um, she's oh, just internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Shauna Lynch, that's the actress. Um, okay. I think the rumor was she was going to take over the whole thing. And it was like, that's not what's going on. So <laughs> yeah, people really ran with that one. Um, But yeah, I like that. They don't do, I like when there's like a little bit of a personal connection. It makes it more the stakes are different, you know, like cuz I think his I honestly do think his plan is like kind of secondary. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like the best Bond villain plan. Like it's sure not very memorable. Like yeah. at the end I was like, "Wait, what is the plan? Is a the satellite? <laughs> there is. Like...
2: What's the point of the satellite?" I guess I don't yeah, no, I get it. I guess yeah. He, guess the...
0: he basically is going to use the Golden Eye satellite to fry electronics and then or steal money, then fry the electronics james bond calls him out he's like so you're just a petty thief right right yeah yeah. it's like all the shit just to steal some money um which i thought was funny it's like yeah you just want to steal money just you know you're doing this whole elaborate thing um so yeah not the best plot not the best like villain plot it's okay everything else is i enjoy most everything else um what do you think i think also sean bean is like fairly low key for a bond villain which i appreciate alan cumming is doing all the heavy lifting as like the real like (laughs) a real like over the top guy i feel like oh, i Vince invincible
2: <laughs> i love alan coming so much he's so awesome <laughs> he's he's like the most lovably obnoxious person on screen um <laughs> that's how i feel about him in like spice okay spice world and like uh josie and the pussycats he's just like oh, yeah. <laughs> this total tool bag in in those movies but like you can't help but love him like I don't know what it is and I I don't know he just seems like a sweet guy in general but like (laughs) I I always love it when he pops up and stuff um yeah the 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 invincible thing and he's just a total perv uh I I just think just like knowing in real life I I I just love I get a kick out of like that type of behavior out of somebody who's like who's who's a gay man you know like just like talking about boobs and knockers (laughs) or whatever it's like this is it's ridiculous! I love this. This is amazing.
0: <laughs> His it's jokes so are so good. like so childish in the movie. It's like all oh, about yeah. butts and boobs, and it's like <laughs> you know. I, but it, yeah, it is funny because I think Alan Cummings seems like a very nice guy, and as a gay yeah. man, it's like almost funnier that he's like this like over the top like pervert in this movie like to all pervert. these women yeah yeah
2: like, he's such a like an incel like you know pre-incel oh, dude, yeah you know? i was thinking that I was like
0: oh he's like a pre-incel incel like he would have started the reddit board you know uh <laughs> yeah the password is knockers to get into my reddit board. <laughs> i don't think any passwords i don't go on reddit but <laughs> i I've,
2: I've never done it yeah i, I try I to
0: avoid that. reddit um but uh, <laughs> but yeah no i like him because he kind of like pops in a different way than anybody else like mm-hmm. you get this like nice like mix of villains like it's him uh it's sean bean it's uh famke Janssen as Zena on a top which well, i'm sure we'll come back to that name uh <laughs> and i yeah. don't remember the russian general who's kind of like hanging around them the whole uh, time
2: Omar, like Umarov. um i don't remember the guy i don't remember his oh gottfried john is his name Oh, okay. Um, and I and I couldn't remember where I had seen his face, like in recent memory. And I realized he's like a big staple in. Um, he's a German actor. He's been on, uh, like eight, eight. What's that? Eight hours don't make a day. Uh, like those Fassbender movies, like uh, oh. Marriage of Maria Braun and Berlin Alexanderplatz and um, things like that. So he's he's like in that world, like kind of almost like more arty, um, yeah, kind of art cinema stuff. So it's it's kind of cool to like put like. Take that new cinema knowledge that I have like over the last like ten years or plus or whatever, and then just kind of apply it to be like, oh, no, he's actually you know, he's actually legitimate. I mean, he's great in the movie, but um, it's nice to see like what else they do, I guess, you know right, right. To make those times. <laughs> yeah, no. he
0: yeah. Uh, so it's like a good like mix of villains. They're all different, you know, it's like yeah. this little like core of villains are all very different. um and I guess uh, the other thing I was to ask you about kind of a general it's not about one person, but I feel like the women in this movie are all very memorable. Like yeah. I'm talking about, like Judy Dench's M. Oh yeah, uh, Famke Johnson is Zena Onatop, and uh, we did this last week because I don't know if you listened. Keith, we did uh, Martin Campbell's Vertical Limit, which also has um, Isabella oh, Skarupko. Is I'm really oh yeah, she's in that too. I did not recognize her at all. She looked to me completely different, like than wow. Bold Knight, um, and almost five years difference. But she's like different hairstyle. She's like wearing a hat the whole time, you know. Um, uh, so her is Natalia. She even says in the movie Simoninov? Simonina?
1: <laughs>
2: oh yeah, I can I can never, uh, I can never pronounce her uh, name. Yeah. But I felt <laughs> like they uh,
0: all those women are very memorable. Like I love oh. I love Judy Dench's M. And I love how oh. it all ends up paying off really well in Skyfall with her character.
2: I agree, yeah. No, I mean I I I think she's probably like the strongest next to Bond. I mean, she's easily the strongest kind of reoccurring character in the series. Like um and this was her first appearance, I believe, as uh, yeah. As M, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So, um, man, she just like knocked it out of the park from the get-go. Like, really established <laughs> who she was and stuff. And I love it. I love. Yeah. it.
0: Yeah. I mean, she comes into a room. I notice all the movies that that she's M in all the bronze movies I watch. She comes mm-hmm. into a room and she like commands the room immediately.
1: You know. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And uh, I love that she calls Bond on his bullshit like almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she's like, "You're a misogynistic." Uh, dinosaur dinosaur basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah i um, love it that,
0: like right from the get-go like, their first kind of conversation just calls him on his bullshit immediately and uh i think it kind of sets a tone for like okay we're doing some different stuff in uh in this bond movie <laughs> so she's just
2: pure power man i i call me crazy very sexy very sexy well, i like night. a powerful woman <laughs>
0: <laughs> i get it uh, an older <laughs> british woman i have a crush on helen mirren oh still. yeah, yeah still that. a sexy lady this day i'll say it yep, i'll say it on the podcast <laughs> on record and yep now <laughs> 20 years ago 40 years ago always hell and always look great <laughs> i'll roll with it um <laughs> she's got something i'm telling you but yeah, yeah. Judy Tinch has like a real she commands the room i was it, she does yeah indb trivia is so weird because you read indb trivia and like <laughs> half the time it feels like it was written by somebody who just like made it up you know yeah. it's like yeah. The one thing somebody said was, like, many internet fans were not pleased about G. Dench being M, but then they changed their mind once they saw her performance. I'm like, that seems very general for you to put that in the
2: trivia. Right. Like, yeah. That's, like, uh, what? <laughs> why? Why is that a thing? I know. I know.
0: It's kind of more an opinion. It's not really even true. Well, that's what
1: i Yeah. It's
0: not. I thought it was funny. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to remember. But um, I'm sure some people were like, I can't believe M's a, a woman now. But, you know, the internet was in its infancy then. So, who knows? Yeah people complaining (laughs) um no i think she's great one of my favorite parts of any of the bond movies um that she's an after this and i feel like yeah like i said skyfall it pays off like that's probably my favorite thing about skyfall is how that whole like story talk about like a personal touch to a bond story like how that pays off with her and daniel Craig's relationship and the whole yeah like yeah so i think i think she's great um Man, okay, Famke Jansen, I'll, I'll go her next time. <laughs> scene on a top, Which is like, one of like the Bond touches that I feel like they were like, we have to have somebody with a ridiculous <laughs> name. You know, we have to have, like, someone has to have, some woman has to have a crazy name. Um, a woman that frightened me when I was a young oh. boy watching this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she's too much for, like, nine-year-old me. I'm like, this is <laughs> scary. Like, <this> is, <laughs> she's so intense. She's uh, killing these guys with just her legs. and uh, yeah. as a, I don't know why I don't know if the kid I even knew what was going on that she's like getting off on all this stuff, but um yeah. it was a lot. I remember, um that like a, a sex scene, the not really a sex scene. the on the boat when she's on that boat with that uh, captain, some guy. It's a pretty short scene, mm-hmm. but it's like really aggressive. And I feel like I remember like getting. Of course, I watch this movie. I rent this movie in like nine nah, It's P thirteen, so I can watch it. Yeah. Um. And of course, somebody has to walk in right on that scene, and it looks <laughs> like I'm watching the, the like worst. most fucked up, you know, like, thing. And I'm like, no, it's James Bond. It's not what it looks like. They're not actually having sex. She's killing him. Like I was like, <laughs> trying to explain it away. I was like it sounds mark?
1: worse. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
0: but I think she's um, I think she's great. I she stands out almost yeah. above anybody else in the movie. She's a great like Bond villain um yeah i just i really think she's good because she's doing this like performance she's really committed to the bit like she's like oh, all yeah. in yeah <laughs>
2: so. and it's over the top but it plays well like it it works for what it is and i will say too like i i generally like her in in movies um but i think this might be her my favorite performance of hers like in general um maybe the faculty being a close second cuz it's Ooh pretty insane yeah. uh, um but i i just like yeah i don't know i i get a kick out of her being a total lunatic um <laughs> I, I was talking to a coworker today about about it um and we were and i was just like oh d- did you get the impression like i don't know like the way she was dressed when they go to uh go to steal the golden eye um key uh in Severnaya they when she comes in she looks like uh, like bdsm ss officer like it's real <laughs> aggressive and yeah. like I, I don't know with the military gear like it's man, it's it's weird i don't know i don't know how to feel about
0: it her. everything she does feels like aggressive to me you know it's yeah like, yeah
2: You know, and, she's not uh, subtle yeah
0: no no she's not subtle that's not her <laughs> style at all um she probably changed him to on a top like down the you know, she was an adult she's like i don't want to I don't want to put, you know, have any mystery for myself.
2: Let's get like, to the chase here.
0: Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's she's pretty great because she just is like so committed to the whole thing, and she's really like her now and Alan Cumming are like giving it their all. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. it's like the two of them are really going <laughs> for it. I really appreciate it. Um, and I will say now, moving on to uh, Isabella Skarupko, I think I finally <laughs> got that right. Uh, she, I, I always, I kind of thought of her as like one of the weaker. Bond girls. I don't know why. I thought they made her kind of like meek and not really do anything. But like rewatching this, I was like, oh, no, she has a lot more to do than I remember And she's yeah. really smart. She is like ahead of Bond at several points in the movie where she knows what's going on and like, you know, does she helps him find the location where the train's about to blow up near the end? Um, Like she does a lot more than I remember. I don't know why I had the same my mind that she like didn't do much or wasn't very good, but I like I, I liked her a lot more
2: this time. Well, I wonder if the video game uh sorry to bring that back up but it's happen. um so but i wonder if like in the video game you know you have the i think there's like a level where you have to like uh make sure she doesn't get killed you have to like escort her out of the bunker or something like that and i feel like that implanted itself like deep in my my brain that that's why she was like the weak link because she just like always got shot um for whatever reason but like in the movie she's like Probably the strongest character, like she's the she's definitely the smartest character, um at, at least like matching Bond's like wit. But I, like you said, she's ahead of the curve like most of the time. um She's she's fairly like I don't know she's very fairly capable on her own. I think in in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, and I like how even like Boris on coming underestimates her. Yeah, he's like screaming at her he's like you're a second rate hacker. You're a and he like which what did he say with such oh. disdain? He's like you're a
2: level uh, two programmer I yeah
0: think that's what it is <laughs> that's a, what a
2: what a jab i know
0: i know what a what a shot like he's saying all these things that are like <laughs> like the nerdiest insults um he says everything too it's okay i can't remember either where he like after the level two programmer he says it was such disdain like what team she's on like you're on the the i don't know the code program team or something <laughs> he's like you're a piece of
1: shit like, it's
0: just so <laughs> so well like, said that I know, yeah. He Goodness. looks down at her so much though, which works out uh to underestimate her. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I'm now I'm thinking of this too. Speaking of Alan Cumming, uh, uh the whole like we're jumping all around in Goldeneye. I'm sorry, everybody, but like, <laughs> and spoilers for Goldeneye, but you know, it's twenty-six years old and yeah, it's a pretty old movie. People probably know what happens at Goldeneye. So I would uh, think also the bad guys die. That's not a shock robot movie. You know, no, so, also true. Also true. Uh, <laughs> that sequence with when Boris has the pen, he keeps clicking it. Oh, so tense. And oh, I'm yeah. trying to watch his time and count. I'm like, I don't know how Bond kept track of this shit where he's trying to count the clicks oh. of the pen before it blows up. But he he does it. Um, but such a good sequence, like yeah. the tension of Martin Campbell's really good at this. As we talked about, we did vertical limit last week. He's very good at like 10 sequences. Mm-hmm. He's very good at shooting action. I love that. He does like a lot of practical stuff, especially in GoldenEye, yeah. um, like we can talk about that too i there's so many great set pieces and especially in like the back half of the movie
2: yeah um for sure yeah.
0: my god the tank chase is like <laughs>
2: it's so satisfying so good so like
0: fun. oh man it's the best and it's like so much of it's practical i don't know if like mm-hmm. any of that was i done digital i don't know like i think it's all just they ran a tank around and smashed things
2: <laughs> like, I, th- I mean if they d- if they did cg on it especially a 95 uh like that was impressive but i don't <laughs> I think yeah. it was just all let's ram this big ass thing into this big ass <laughs> brick wall. And yeah, it was, it was insane.
0: It insane this truck of Perrier water. Like, <laughs> I was like, I wonder if Perrier paid for that product plot- placement. And it's like, oh, you're going to smash all our bottles on the screen. <laughs> like, um, I, yeah, just smashing stuff. It's it's so good. Like, um, yeah, it's so much fun. I love when the, the statue falls in the tank. Yeah, It's like, let's just add another element to this tank. Like, um throw a statue on top of it. Um, God, it's so good. I just, I, this time I was really, I was so excited to see it again and it held up completely.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Um, what else? The, uh, the, <laughs> the gunfight in the archives is even good. I didn't oh, remember that yeah. being like set good. Um, it's really feels like it's like at the near the last hour, it's like bouncing just from like set piece to set piece, honestly.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which,
0: you know, I'm on board with, so, um. Um, but, well, I'm talking a bunch. Anything you want to bring up for Golden? Oh, <laughs>
2: oh I just love that Hagrid's in this movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I enjoyed him. And he pops back up in um, World Is Not Enough, the same he does. character. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: unfortunately, uh, I mean, he doesn't make it beyond that, if I'm right. remembering that yeah. correctly. <laughs> uh, but I uh, I didn't, I mean, I had no idea until I looked it up and I was like, what? That's Hagrid. Like, that's that's insane <laughs> to me. Um, uh, He's so fucking funny in this movie like i really love him and he but he can be like really menacing too but i just i love the the relationship between him and bond um and and the mini driver cameo where she's singing so terribly um on the stage and james bond makes a jab at it and uh finds out it's it's valentine's mistress and he doesn't (laughs) appreciate that so
0: i i do love Um, also in that same scene i'm glad you brought that up because uh yeah also the mini driver thing blew me away i was like wait is that mini driver yeah at <laughs> like this random part um i love how uh yeah so robbie coltrane is threatening bond and he, he's like he shoots i think he threatens to shoot him in the leg so he shoots on yeah. each side of each leg about to shoot him in the dick and then bond tells him what he wants to know he's like don't you shoot my dick <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you dare he's like i'll tell you whatever you want to know <laughs> like to okay. shoot either leg you can't shoot my dick. <laughs> like, well, not a can't. Can't have that. Which I mean, it's Bond. It makes sense. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um Oh, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's like the relationship between him and uh, I was gonna call it Skurubko, uh the, It feels more earned. It takes them a very long time to actually hook up.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, compared yeah.
0: to other Bond movies, like, um, and I was like, oh, this most of the time with the Bond stuff, it's like, yeah, he sleeps with someone after like five minutes. Cool, we got it. But yeah, right. this time I was like, okay, I'd buy this a little more. Although then I had the thought <laughs> that that I love I don't know if I love is the right word, but like I wanna see like an epilogue one time where Bond has to awkwardly break it off with these women. <laughs> like <laughs> where or they maybe tell bond like it's not going to work out you're a murderer you're a spy i can't date you um i need yeah. one of those scenes to open a bond movie or like epilogue like a after credit scene where bond's like so uh i'll call you and then she's, <laughs> it's like it's like okay great when are we gonna hang out and he's like we'll hang out soon and then because he never until the, the the daniel craig bond movies i don't know if any bond girl like followed back came back right i don't know. i don't
2: i think you're right i don't i i mean certainly not in the conry ones from what i can remember i yeah. don't i think there's a different gal every time so um yeah i mean i i think you're probably right actually uh, i love that idea though that's a great <laughs> like oh man how awkward but then you have to think like the, all the gals like that know him and what he's about and he's a murderer right. uh, essentially he's a killer uh what kind of baggage are they bringing to the table if they're like yeah do me because <laughs> I, I like wh- how what makes you feel safe about that situation like i don't understand be like I, I don't know apparently i'm uncomfortable about it you know <laughs> I, I just can't commit i think
0: i mean apparently these uh gunfights or these scary <laughs> situations of people together i don't know but yeah. uh yeah. The, you know they go through it in golden eye so i mean by the time they get to cuba the Caribbean they bounce around a little bit um, yeah they're sleeping together it's like well they've been through more than Bond and most other women that he's
2: usually sleeping with So, they've had um, a conversation or two it does right. feel more earned you know for they
0: sure more than two minutes so. that's true um I just thought it'd be so funny I'm just like because uh, I will I felt like there was good chemistry there and I was thinking mm-hmm. about like well how do these how do these relationships end because then they he picks her up and they fly off together at what point does he break it off that's all I was thinking about yeah. At what point is Bond fair. like? You know what? This is not going to go past tomorrow. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point, though. I mean, I mean, I've never thought about that actually w- until <laughs> now. But it's a very logical question. Uh, yeah. What do you do there? Um,
0: somebody address it. It's all I'm asking. The next Bond. <laughs> I hope it is my hope that after Daniel Craig Bond, that two things: that they'll go for somebody. They'll start off younger.
1: Yeah. Not like yeah, yeah. not
0: like in her twenties, but like I think Daniel Craig was. Was he already 40 when they started? That sounds right. That so sounds it's like right. You go for like early 30s, um yeah. and maybe bring back a little more of the fun. Yeah. Like, don't be so serious. You did that once. It's like, you know what I mean? Like it's just uh, I think Goldeneye strikes a good balance with that. Again, like we said, like I feel like there's enough funny moments, but it's not it's not like into crazy camp territory at any point, I don't think. Yeah. And agreed. It's serious enough. Like so I want that kind of tone back, honestly. So I'm very curious where we're gonna go with the next bond. I would I don't I, I don't want to do fan casting because I don't have any ideas unless you have some no. people you have in mind. But
2: oh um, no, no, I'm I'm the worst at like <laughs> fantasy anything. Like I'm just like, yeah, put a person there. That'll work probably. Right? <laughs> put that's anybody a, there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like you know, I'm that's... one of the people that and now it's almost like he's getting too old too, but like when they floated Idris Elba as <laughs> bonds. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on board. That guy could pull it off. I know people, yeah. there's a lot of shitty people out there who were like, no, Bond has to be a white man, which is,
2: uh, so
0: it's like, yeah. it's ridiculous to me. But um,
2: yeah. yeah Idris Zelba's a fucking banging looking dude, man. He is a hottie. <laughs> I get it. Bring him uh, yeah, on. That's fine.
0: Listen, I get it. But I think <laughs> I think the problem is that now, let me go how old he is.
2: I think 72.
0: he's in his. He's about to be 50, right? Is that... Oh,
2: it, that sounds right. I mean, he oh, he's sounds... definitely not young. <laughs>
0: oh that's wow that makes me feel old that born in 72 is like almost 50 it's like you know, it's like oh no yeah. um that's well he seems a little younger than that but yeah i don't think you want to start off at 50 with a new bond no. like um he could probably pull it off but it's yeah so i don't know i'll be curious where they go but i just want like a little bit lighter tone mm-hmm. for the next bond um we'll see we'll see how they go um <laughs> yeah yeah
2: Keep so. the gadgets uh, coming, though. I, w- I, yes. I want to see more gadgets.
0: I, d- I agree with you, yes, because yeah. I felt cheated a gadgets in GoldenEye, which is yeah. one of my few complaints about GoldenEye, is, like, they talk about a lot of gadgets. They don't use a lot of gadgets. Like, mm-hmm. And they aren't that cool. Like, I mean, a laser yeah. watch is cool, but, like, a belt that's a rope.
2: <laughs> it's also practical. Like, it's not... Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess that's the point. I mean, there's are su- they're weapons. They're supposed weapons. They're supposed to be practical, but also, why not throw in something really good? Like in Austin Powers, when you know he's got like the toothpaste. Like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I just
2: like, why not karate chop up? tube of toothpaste to get out of the situation <laughs> you know why not exactly toothpaste that, like turns into acid or something yeah I don't know. yeah like yeah um, i mean that's brutal but also funny so
0: <laughs> i was thinking to get through like jail cell bars not to blind
1: anybody but, oh,
0: Right? right. Uh, you could blind someone i mean if it's like yeah, a for jail sure. bond he'd be like <laughs> just blinding people you don't do that Dan- or, uh, james it's like i had to for england uh <laughs> <laughs> he talked to me you gotta... know he, he talked to me i had to that's blind him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'm glad you brought Austin Powers because this I found this interesting. So I mentioned how I thought like the other Brosnan Bonds like aren't as good as Goldeneye, mm-hmm. and I find it weird the series seems to get sillier with <laughs> yeah. Brosnan. Like is Not Enough is like it's entertaining, but there's sillier stuff. The Christmas Doctor Christmas Jones is it Jones? uh <laughs> Jones. It's Jones. Yeah, you okay. got it. Um, yep. That we're getting back in uh, Diner Days like very silly, and yeah. it's so weird to me that. So Austin Powers comes out, I think the first one's 97, which is the same year as Tomorrow Never Dies. 99, the second Austin Powers comes out, which is the same year as World's Not Enough. And I think Never may have been the same year as Tyler the Day. Um, but like, right. if yeah. another series <laughs> is coming out that's a parody and like directly parodying you, why would your response to be to get sillier?
2: <laughs> like, that's a fair point. And, and honestly, I have a feeling that probably did play into it a little bit because they were kind of being made fun of and that's probably why they took such a hard turn when Casino Royale came uh came down the pipe you know like to to reboot it um I could see that being actually part of the case and as much as I love Austin Powers uh yeah I mean I I kind of hate that that might have actually had some sort of like uh like direct influence on those latter out of Brosnan films
0: yeah oh you know what's weird they all it's did difficult. come out the same year as Bond movies literally oh, every Austin Powers when came out the same year as a Bond movie oh, it's so weird Man, it's, I never noticed that before it's so bizarre um yeah. maybe their idea was like we're getting made fun of let's just lean into it <laughs> you know like that could have been that when someone's been. making fun of you you just kind of joke with them you're like yeah you know this you know kind of ease it up but bad strategy I think and I think the
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. thing I remember the big talk to was that they were Maybe not worried about, but I felt like they were seeing what the Bourne movies were doing mm-hmm. and kind of like trying to push back because everyone was like, oh, Bourne's like the the gritty James Bond now, you know, and uh, right. I felt like they were trying to push back into that maybe more than anything. Honestly, it had to reboot it. It had to go a whole different directions. So they were like, you know, we can be gritty, too. <laughs> so, totally. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I thought. But yeah, I don't know. It's It's fascinating. This whole. This is. We should
2: have done a whole Bond podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've only seen like half the movies, but sure. Yes. Let's, let's roll with it.
0: Bondcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, I knew this was gonna happen because it's, it's like you said, it's too big a series to like not talk about what came before, what came after, other people that played their role, yeah. like, I, you know, I. Um, but yeah, I don't. I just think Goldeneye, and this is gonna, I, this is gonna make sense. I hope that I feel like Goldeneye just as a. Is a really good movie. How am I trying to say this? It's like beyond being a Bond movie, it's just a solid movie that anybody could like pick up and watch. I feel like even if yeah. you didn't like Bond movies, I feel like Gold Knight is a really solid action movie.
2: Yeah, it's, you could change his name and it wouldn't make any difference. Basically. Yeah, basically, you know, yeah, that's, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, what what else did you want to bring up? Because I am getting to, like near the end of my notes, but yeah. Oh
2: no, no, yeah, no, I had I just had a few things. So I, I, <laughs> I had the commentary on at work, um, just kind of like listening to a podcast style, and uh, yeah, I you know it was one of those commentaries. It was an early commentary, very clearly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was fine, and uh, it was it was Martin Campbell and the pro- and the producer of the movie uh, talking about just kind of literally how they set up every shot which is fine Um, (laughs) uh, after a while, like, you know, how many frames per minute they did for, you know, making this look a little bit different. And I appreciate that knowledge. I like that, but I I was kind of hoping for more onset stories, I guess. So there were a few nuggets that I picked out that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, Like the, the, the big uh, dam jump at the beginning, that was from the commentary, you know, the one take, but they did the uh, motorcycle plane jump. Ah, uh, where he jumps off the ledge and dives into the into the plane. They did that seven times. Oh my God, um, which <laughs> is so fucking terrifying. Like, <laughs> I, I just like, oh man, I hold my breath. I know how it's going to end every time, obviously. But like, you watch it and you're just like, this guy is going to die. Like, there is no way he's yeah. gonna make it. Yeah, it's impossible. It's probably the most ludicrous thing in
0: the whole movie. Like a movie that totally. stays away from being like really ridiculous. I'm like this man would not catch his plane and be able to get it up and out of the, <laughs> out of that. Like, I'm like, how high up were they? <laughs> because yeah, he falls for a very long time. Um, so it's, it's good, like the most ludicrous, it looks amazing, but it's like, oh yeah. ridiculous. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I, I love, I mean, I love that scene. And I think, I mean, that whole opening at the, at the, at the bunker is just like, if I, there are very few like openings of a movie where I just kind of, want to yell like fuck yeah after like the credits start rolling like the opening credits i that move like that whole sequence is fucking awesome and what i love is he he's blown up the the bunker and he's he's got the plane like he's, he's leveled out the plane and then he does like an extra like yeah screw you guys by flying Over the bunker as it's exploding, as like a, (laughs) I'm inspecting my work. That was that was good work I did back there. I noticed that too. You know, he
0: fly right over. It's like giving the middle fingers. He flew (laughs) off. Yeah, I mean it kind
2: of feels that way, but I love that. Like it's it's I don't know. I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, um, oh, um, Martin Campbell was talking actually about how a lot of westerns had influenced kind of his shot choices or even how he set up scenes. So he he brought up a lot of like. Uh, butch cassidy and the sundance kid or like wild bunch references into kind of informing how he did some shots so i thought that was pretty cool um what else uh yeah just a ton of model work on it it's pretty impressive like the whole Severnaya um base is like that whole satellite uh big satellite deal under the um or above the kind of entrance to get into the into the um into the computer lab or whatever it is uh the facility um
1: right.
2: that's all model like oh, wow. everything is just all models so yeah it's like just built to kind of scale it just right so it looks freaking gigantic but it's it's like seamless it's pretty beautiful um and and one other thing i just want to bring up that it grossed tremendously well globally uh at the time in 95 it was 352 million um box office
0: which is crazy especially for 95 like i don't know what that translates to now you know but... i
2: can tell you <laughs> Oh, <okay. laughs> i did the inflation i did an inflation calendar uh, calculator and it, it's actually 630 million uh wow. dollars today wow. so over like over half billion dollars um so the movie did very well uh <laughs> even though critics may you know i'm not sure what critically it was uh like how it was viewed but i think overall it was pretty favorable
0: yeah, so. I, I mean, I felt like it was well-received. I feel like everybody was like, Bond is back, you know? That's like, yeah. it was like this Bond fever. And I I don't think it was, like I said, I don't think it was just like the game. I think it was like, no. the movie was well-received. People liked the movie. They were excited to have Bond back after like six years. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I vaguely remember that whole buzz about like, you know, James Bond is back. And like, did you, did you read the whole story about how Pierce Brosnan was almost Bond in the 80s?
2: Yeah, um, I think it was like eight years prior, but then he had to, back out of it due to the remington steel contract or something yeah like that. I,
0: it's like oh, right. a really sad story i think because uh i think it's one of the documentaries i watched about bond movies and it mm-hmm. was like he was so close like they were uh, the story they told it was that so he's on a show called remington steel and uh i think they didn't know if it was going to be picked up or canceled um so he's like backstage waiting to be announced as an next james bond and then he gets a call from whatever channel Remington Steel was on I was like, oh, we're picking up the show for another season, so we can't do James Shit. Bond because he's good this show, and I think he probably hated it. It's like what happened with Tom Selleck and uh, Magnum P.I. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was almost yeah. Indiana Jones. Like, That's right. Uh, you know, I think he really wanted off Remington Steel and was, like, really hoping to get canceled. Um, And then, <laughs> like, how crushing is that? To be, like, waiting to be James friggin' Bond, and then they're like, oh, no, you got to come back and do the show you don't like anymore. It's like, god damn it! <laughs>
1: so, yeah.
0: And that sucks, too, because we could have got more, a longer run of him as... James Bond I would you know would think for so sure. for sure uh, yeah yeah that's um uh, yeah that still bumps me out because I like I think Timothy Dalton's like a fine Bond I think I actually like him more now as an adult probably because uh his movies are kind of darker I feel like and um you know he's just he's a good actor I mean uh yeah I think Timothy Dalton was like fine as but I think he's a good actor too I love him in like Shaun of the Dead or not Sean of the Dead uh Hot Fuzz yeah um, he's so good in that yeah and uh oh I love him as, as the bad guy in Rocketeer because he's just like so over the top in that movie yes <laughs> like, it's kind of amazing um he's great in flash gordon too oh that's right i i have vague i don't know if I've ever actually seen the movie in full or i've seen oh. it so long ago I was like a very little kid um but i have like vague memories of it but um it's been so long if i have seen it it's been forever um, it's
2: just like a comic book come to life it's just super fun <laughs>
0: that's what i heard i know the songs
2: yeah. i know the songs Yeah. oh me. yeah it's-
0: um so yeah i mean he's fine but i would take pierce Brosnan over timothy dalton so yeah. um yeah, I mean, it's fine. I don't—the only guy I think I don't like as Bond, really, is Roger Moore. And in a, a couple movies, he's fine. I don't—but it's like he's not—I don't know if he's anybody's first Bond. Although, it seems like people get pretty attached to the Bond they grew up with. Yeah, So yeah. I think that's you know, true. Yeah. There's probably plenty of Roger Moore fans, but I just think, overall, he's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Um. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm off on hand to there. Anything else you wanted to bring up <laughs>
2: Uh, not that I can think of. I, I did want to bring up. I mean, this actually might be a good segue. I know we were kind of talking about wanting to discuss themes. Um, but what do you think of the theme for Goldeneye? I
0: I really love it. I kind of same. Yeah. Forgot. Yes, I kind of yeah. forgotten it a little bit. Um, the problem is I always mix up the Goldeneye theme with Goldfinger. Like I want to mm. sing Goldeneye, like I'm singing Goldfinger, but it's not. It's not how it goes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, t- I. I, this is my kind of Bond theme. I want like big. Like yes. Rassy, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. like real, like, you know, get a real a woman with a great voice to sing it. Like um, the Tina Turner in a Goldeneye theme song. I think she does a really good job. And I know I know it was written by uh, Bono and The Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the they pre- wrote it.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: yeah, they wrote it for her and she sang it. And yeah, I think it's a great song. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I I, I kind of forgot about that. Um, But also, I just having worked with a lot of electronic music personally the the producer of that song actually is Nellie Hooper who did a ton of stuff for Bjork actually like in the 90s uh. so like I don't know that like kind of leveled it up a little bit even though there aren't like electronics in it it's just kind of like one of those things it's just like oh I could I could see his stamp on it which is I I don't know I just love things like that so um yeah she belts it man it's really (laughs) solid it's really good and I love like just the opening sequence visually as well I think it's really strong
0: yeah, like those Bond title sequences, um, it's weird. Sometimes I'm like ready to skip over them <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh, this is great. I don't it's it probably has to do with the song, too. But yeah, um, yeah, because I love this song so much that it's like it's it's really punchy. I like how it hits. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, just sings the, the, you know, gold like, How do you make a song on a golden eye? But, you know, it's uh, <laughs> um, it's good. I like it. It's I, I like this kind of style, like my favorite James Bond themes. I can tell you top of my head are like this one. Diamonds are forever, mm-hmm. um, Goldfinger, of course. Yeah, that's
2: um, one of my favorites too. Yeah. Trying
0: to think of other ones. Ones I don't really like. <laughs> like right after this is Tomorrow Never Dies, which I think Cheryl Crow did the theme song that's for. That's not great. Not great. <laughs> uh, not great. Not what I want from Bond song at all. I was like, maybe not even a bad song, but not does not feel like a Bond theme song. Um, no.
2: I love the garbage one actually, though. The world. I think was that's not someone- enough.
0: Yeah, um, I love Yeah, that. I it, love that. it was better than I, I was like, oh, this is actually a pretty catchy song. Like it's not what I would necessarily want from a Bond theme, but it's it's a good song. I just think Tomorrow to Dies is like a really boring song, which which kind of goes with the movie for half movie. So um, that's true. Oh, and the thing I teased way earlier, um, a song that I actually think is really catchy, but not a Bond song. Die Another Day by yeah. Madonna.
2: <laughs> oh, man, I was going to say, I can I ask you, uh, do you? OK, uh, so I was listening to that one today. And first off, I was like, "Wow, this is so of the era." Right. But also, um, did does she say Sigmund Freud like randomly in the lyrics? It's I, like, she might. It's, <laughs> I don't. I didn't get that. I didn't understand the reference. It's um,
0: like in no way a Bond theme song, but no, I think it's not pretty, at all. The way she does that little like "Die Another Day," like it's kind. It's kind of <laughs> catchy. Like I kind of like it, but it's a pop song that's not yeah. like a theme song. But it's I. You know, I just. It doesn't fit, and um, <laughs> I know we both mentioned. I think before we started that we both like to live and let die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a I love great that great song. song. I, I mean, yeah. it's Paul McCartney and Wings. It's you know, it's like Wings. What are you gonna do? It's like so. I yeah. Mean, it's it's of course he wrote a good song. Um, of the newer ones, Skyfall is a fucking amazing song.
2: <laughs> that song's really solid. Like, that song is really good. That yeah. song is
0: great. Like like I remember I went to go see Skyfall like opening week in the theater and went with a couple people who. Didn't care about James Bond movies, but mm-hmm. like loved that song. Like they were like, oh, this song is great. I'm like, yeah. And that song I played everywhere for a while, too. But um, it's just a great, great song. Um, I'm trying to think of do you have some other ones top your head you could think of that you really like or um, that are really
2: bad. Even as funny. too. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Um, well, here's the thing. I hmm, I have like <laughs> a very hmm, uh, iffy relationship with Sam Smith. Um, um yeah, and I <laughs> Yeah, I I prefer the the Radiohead did a version of the Spectre theme that oh. I really love. Um and it's very Bondy, it's very brassy, it's got the strings, it's it's perfect. Uh but I remember they had released it, I think it was like on New Year's of that year or whatever, just as like a thing for the fans um and sam smith's like uh kind of just really undercut it like yeah well i did the theme for specter i don't even know who that band is or whatever it's like dude it's fucking radiohead (laughs) Radiohead. from your country shut the fuck (laughs) up out of here so never heard of radiohead come on (laughs) yeah i was like give me a break i mean i I mean he's fine he's fine uh that his version's fine but i totally prefer the one that didn't get used um i'm actually not a big chris cornell fan i know everybody like loves soundgarden and stuff and uh a lot of people anyway of a certain ilk but um i I don't really (laughs) like his voice all that much but i actually dig his casino royale theme
0: i was gonna mention that one a song that maybe remember this wrong i feel like again a song doesn't necessarily feel like a what i think of as a bond song but Mm -hmm. i really like the song um it's so funny you bring up chris Cornell because i feel like i thought he was pretty much universally agreed upon as having like a really good voice but you're not the first person i've heard say that you don't (laughs) like his voice i almost got to like a Sorry, a side story. I think I almost got like a physical fight at a party like years ago because like this drunk guy was like arguing with me about like that Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell had shitty voices and that Kurt Cobain was a great singer.
2: (laughs) I mean, I I love Nirvana, but no.
0: Yeah. I was like, (laughs) even if you love Nirvana, I don't, I think Kurt Cobain would disagree with you that he was a good singer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I was like, how dare you? (laughs) I got really (laughs) offended for some reason because I, especially love Eddie Vedder I know his voice kind of got like copied by like people like Creed uh you know
2: but or like Nickelback. Uh, oh was that sorry oh uh, or Nickelback or
0: Nickelback yeah, yeah or yeah. uh so I feel like you could get tired of that way that he chooses to sing things but I really dig it and I think Chris Cornell is like a great voice so I was it was mostly that he argued that they had bad voice and Kurt had a good voice I was like are oh. you out of your fucking mind no. and like and I was sober I don't know why I got so mad but he was like <laughs> he was just like really obnoxious drunk guy that was like getting in my face for no reason and i got really passionate about this debate i was like sir how dare you um no it's just
2: a personal taste thing for me i think they're both fantastic singers they're they're just not really my my taste usual um
0: yeah but that's fair that's fair this guy doesn't know what he's talking about i felt like (laughs) like, (laughs) i know you know music so um i just yeah it's a personal taste thing i actually get Especially Eddie Better, like, because he does like vocal things that I feel like might annoy people, you know. But sure, sure. Um, but I like it. But yeah, just the fact that he was like, "Kirk Cobain's a great singer." I'm like, "Kirk Cobain wouldn't agree with that statement." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shut up. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I, the people, luckily, were like, "This guy's an asshole. Let's get him out of here" because <laughs> he was being an yeah. asshole to everybody. <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my side story. But yeah, um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Did was did he was that song with Alicia Keys, or was there another song with?
2: Oh, uh, that was the Quantum of Solace one with Jack White. That's and OK. I and remember. I like that song actually quite a bit. I think I'm OK with that song. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I can't think
0: of too many that I like outright think are like kind of shitty songs. Um,
2: no, generally pretty good. I mean, I, 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 I there is definitely like a um, I feel like I feel like the composers have like a very distinct set of guidelines or something that right. you have to hit. <laughs> Within the songs, which makes them, I mean, very distinctly Bond, which I love. Um, but, but yeah, you're right. I mean, some of them don't quite, quite go that route. But uh, for the most part, I think, I think they're all pretty solid. Uh, On Her Majesty's Secret, um, Secret Service is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Sorry. Um, my brain just like turned off for <laughs> a few seconds. Um, I I remember thinking that was a really cool, cool score. Although I'm I'm kind of a sucker for like anything that sounds really 60s. Um, oh yeah. yeah. It was like a lot of tambourine and I don't know, just kind of whatever. But um <laughs> that's kind of more my jam. But like the Goldfinger the Goldfinger uh, score is super awesome. Like I love that song and um yeah, I don't know. I think I think overall there're more hits than misses. I'll just say that.
0: Yeah, I I yeah, usually it's like I think they put so much time you know, into these so they don't want to really mess it up. So Yeah. Um did the Billy I I was just looking at Bond songs and mm. Billy Eilish did the No Time or Die song. Did that come out already? The uh it's
2: song? yeah, <laughs> it's been out. It's actually been out for a little while. That's what um, I thought, they
0: thought they I thought the movie was coming out and then they put the song out and was like, oh shit, yeah. it's not coming out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um I
0: don't remember the song though. I know I listened to it. But I can't remember it at all. Um
2: yeah, I listened to it today and I kind of forgot what it was like. Um, it's more subdued, it's more dramatic. It mm. doesn't have the the big energy um like the other ones previous to it have so I, I find i think it's okay i i like her as a as a vocalist and stuff i have no no issue with her at all um but it 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 it's not my favorite by a long shot but it's it's fine you know it's serviceable okay yeah yeah after yeah.
0: let's do it again because i kind of forgot <laughs> i was like i saw that and i was like oh yeah that came out a long time ago and i forgot about it <laughs> um yeah okay well i I don't know if you have anything else. I was going to start wrapping up. I was going to ask you some more Bond questions before we completely finish. Though.
1: <laughs> fire, fire away, sir. Okay.
0: I might put you on the spot. If you can't do these, let me know. Um, top three Bond movies. We might wow. have done this already, but I want to like solidify the list here.
2: No, yeah. Um, top three would be definitely the Craig Casino Royale, um, GoldenEye, and, and uh, From Russia With Love.
0: Okay. I, I think I would do actually this, oh, maybe Casino Royale is higher. I think I would go GoldenEye, Casino Royale, Skyfall. Okay. Okay. Three to three to one there. So, yeah. um, cause I just think, I thought Skyfall was like, well, this is the pinnacle of Bond. We're good. Now it's like, I think like everything <laughs> came together in that movie for a way that was very satisfying for me. I just, totally. um, really liked it. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good ones. So, um, Uh, would you just, just one, if you want, what's your favorite Bond theme song? Ooh,
2: dang it. (laughs) Damn you.
0: You can give me three if you want. I just didn't want to put too much pressure on you, but. (laughs) Oh
2: boy. Um, if I'm, if I'm going to be classic about it and the one I probably listen to the most and that I like to put on fairly frequently, it's probably live and let die by wings. (laughs) I mean, it's just a great song. Yeah. so good.
0: That one, I feel like just works on its own is a great song and it's also a good bond theme song. Like it, yeah. it does both things. Well, um, damn it. This is really tough. I asked you the question. I'm like, Oh shit, this is hard. Cause, uh, <laughs> Oh, I, I would, I'm gonna have to go with my gut and just say Goldfinger. It's probably the one that yeah. I just randomly dealt out the most where I'm just like gold finger, <laughs> like I just like, <laughs> be around my house. Like just yell gold finger at no one. I, um, <laughs> I mean, I can't, <laughs> it gets stuck in my head more than any other bond song. Although like diamonds are forever gets up there. Yeah. Mostly because of the, probably when Kanye West sampled it, <laughs> his song, it's a great <laughs> sample. Um, And uh, Livin' the Dies up there, and Goldeneye, yeah. and Skyfall. Okay, that's, <laughs> I'll stop there. It's like but, seven, uh, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, but I'm number asking. one, number one is Goldfinger. <laughs> number one, I'll go with that. I'll just stick with that one. Um, And if you can think about this, I can help you if you need. Could Do you want to rank all the guys that played Bond from worst to best for you?
2: Hmm. Well, I'm gonna put Roger Moore at the bottom, not because I dislike him or anything. I just but I just he's out of the running for me just Fair because enough. I've never yeah. seen. Uh, and then Dalton would have to be on or actually I would go Lazenby then Dalton. Uh, so I'm gonna work my way from the bottom up. Gotcha. That, yeah. That that's what day. I was gonna get to. So yeah. So so okay, so from quote unquote worst to best, it would have to be Roger Moore, George Lazenby, uh Timothy Dalton uh then i would probably go oh this is it's gonna get tough isn't it <laughs> it's like uh, oh, i'm oh boy do i uh hmm, yeah i'm gonna go we'll go craig then we'll go conry then i'll go brosnan
0: okay that was a little different i thought we were gonna match exactly because our bottom three match exactly because i would go <laughs> roger moore lazen b because even if you don't like lazen b he's only in one movie so it's right, like he right. doesn't do much you know he doesn't do much damage anything so but roger moore has like I think the most Bond movies. seven. Oh, I, think I thought it was even more. Than, I thought it was like ten.
2: I thought he no. It. I I think it was. I think I read seven, but oh, maybe I, maybe I misread. I don't like but... more. I don't. <laughs> okay, well.
0: That's no. I mean, I just because he was. I feel like he's around so long. It was just like. You know, I kind of I look at that stretch of movies of his. I'm like, I don't want to watch them either, really. Like, um, (laughs) but I'm like, there's so many of him like, damn it. I don't want to watch him that that many Bond movies. (laughs) But
2: (laughs) he's just overstayed his welcome. Roger Moore doesn't know when to leave.
0: (laughs) Now I feel so bad because I'm like bad Roger Moore. No, some people probably like love him as their favorite Bond. But um, (laughs) Roger Moore, Lazenby, um, Timothy Dalton, man, the top three is tough. It's like they're all literally all three of those guys are like different versions of what I want from bond. I feel like, um, Oh boy. Okay. I will go.
2: I was going to put Connery at three, to be honest. I just didn't want to ruffle too many feathers, but I I, I feel like that's accurate. It's funny. Yeah. I mean,
0: hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I can't explain why I think he's the best. It's not because he's the first. I just like how he plays the character. He really set the, he set the template for it. I mean, yeah. He's fantastic. Oh God. Okay. Everyone, just don't get mad at me. This is like one A, <laughs> B, and C. I'll go Daniel Craig three. Okay. Because sometimes I wish he wasn't so serious. <laughs> yes. yes. And some of his movies have not been my favorites. Uh, with Pierce Brosnan's number two, because I think he's like what I picture as Bond.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I visualize Bond as you know. But then Sean Connery's number one, because I just think he he feels so natural with the part, even though by the end he was like miserable apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> He wanted it out so bad. Um, I just like him. When I think of someone saying Bond, James Bond, I think of him saying that line,
2: you know, like. Oh, totally. Yeah. So. Well, he was the most consistent, though. Like, I, I feel like his movies out of anybody's has been the most, like, each movie from movie to movie has been fairly consistent with each other, especially like those first three or four. Um, yeah. With yeah. Connery and him. I, I, I think he just has, like, he has the best run uh, of anybody Um, in terms of just quality of movies so that'd be my i that'd be my takeaway from that so um yeah yeah that's diamonds a, that's are forever's oh
0: what's that sorry oh sorry That was a good point about trump connery though
2: yeah oh oh, oh yeah i mean I, that makes sense to me and I, I love i love actually diamonds are forever um because it's just basically a total exploitation movie <laughs> it's super fun
0: yeah <laughs> anyway yeah side note <laughs> no you're good okay well we did a good job with that i thought that'd be tougher but i mean those top three of me are really tough because i yeah. like all three of those guys for different reasons if they're all good part um but yeah even though I, I i feel like i'm i'm not trying to like get rid of daniel craig but i'm like i am kind of ready for like a new bond now mm-hmm, um, me too yeah it kind of feels like a role that someone shouldn't play play the part more than like four or five movies you know like I mean, they all seem to get tired of it. It's a funny thing. Like they right. all seem to like get really burned out on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm curious how the new one is. I hope it's good. Um, and yeah, well, I'm curious next Bond will be, but I'm sure we won't know that for like a probably a long time. So, <laughs> um, who knows? We'll see. But um. Yeah, this was a ton of fun, man. I'm glad that we uh, both really like GoldenEye a lot. We barely talked about the game. So yeah, yeah not we we, con- we controlled ourselves, even though it's an amazing game. Uh, so, <laughs> 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 very influential. I will. Just, I will. I got to say that it's like that game was like truly like one of my favorite games. As a kid like I played it. Oh, like, yeah. Constantly. Like I just like all the time. So and like that probably made so many. I was thinking that it probably made so many Bond fans, like so many kids mm-hmm. into Bond fans, like that game just being like, everybody i know had uh nintendo 64
2: had that game
0: like i don't yeah. think anybody yeah. didn't have that you go to their house like you don't have Golden. what the hell's wrong with
2: you, you know? Yeah, exactly <laughs> so yeah it was a it's... slumber party staple
0: like
1: <laughs> without a doubt like,
2: yeah.
0: yeah for like people yeah. right in our age group like mm-hmm. it's like i know people younger probably don't get it and people that were older i know they were like i missed the game like to explain to them how important this game was to like bond and the movie it's like it was really important. i can't over say how important it was so yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. it's you're not great. you're not underselling
0: okay it, <laughs>
2: at all like I, the the impact of that game few few games like outside of like a franchise like a zelda or like a mario or something had that type of impact um especially movie adaptations they're notoriously yeah. bad on video yeah. games uh <laughs> Video game ad- adaptation. So this one was just like a banger. And then they redid it actually on the Wii. They swapped out Brosnan for Craig, unfortunately. But um, also, really great game. Super fun.
0: Oh, yeah. And they were supposed to remake yeah. it again, I think. Oh, really? Uh, for like Xbox and PlayStation. But oh, it, it got right. canceled because like MGM is notoriously like protective of the license, which I can mm-hmm. understand. But they've canceled many like <laughs> that's why we can never get like a we can hardly get like a true GoldenEye like remake. Like, you can get, like, Perfect Dark, which I always thought was funny. Perfect Dark is, like, the same game, but honestly, everything's, like, better. I love GoldenEye, but, like, they literally took everything in GoldenEye, and I felt like they just added more to it, and just Mm -hmm. all the stuff. So, um, yeah, but, like, we never got, like, a follow-up i heard that the world is not enough game is actually pretty decent on 64 oh i've never
2: played that one but i'd I'd be curious yeah yeah
0: so it's it's funny how like influential this movie adaptation is because they are yeah notoriously bad like it's it's crazy how much this game (laughs) how important this was to everyone at this time who was like around our age so um didn't want to undersell it i wish we had surge to drink or pogs to play with, or something from oh. really '90s, like to
2: do. <laughs> Dude, the the scouring on the internet I did to try to find uh like at least two cans of Surge because I was gonna mail you one so we could oh, crack God. them open for this episode. <laughs> I, was so I was so bummed.
0: I was <laughs> so bummed. Yeah, I I googled so. it because we talked about Surge and I was like, what the fuck happened to Surge? And because <laughs> they brought it back a few years ago. Yep. And then they just kind of it doesn't. They haven't made it for like a couple years or something. So it's something like really like hard. That. Hard to yeah. find, all, like all the cans are like expired. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, shit. So
2: yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: bring it back again, Coke. I say, like, um I don't know. I thought it sold well. It seemed like everybody was yeah. into it. Maybe yeah. it was like one of those like limited edition, you know, things that who knows? But yeah, I that would be very nice if you sent me Surge. I've been so excited. <laughs> like, I don't think I mentioned <laughs> that would have been a fun touch. That would have been great. If I I don't think I mentioned on the podcast that you very kindly sent me this like last action hero oh. Burger King cup. Yeah, in I the did. mail it's amazing thank you okay. again
2: yeah yeah man I've, i i love that cup as a kid but i was like man i'm it's just sitting in a box like that matt loves this movie like, i think I just matt send it?
0: loves this more than anyone
2: yes <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean i love that movie too but dude i mean i can't touch your love for that movie so that's that's all you so
0: had well, to send thank it thank you i appreciate yeah. it it's in, it's in my cabinet now i, I don't even want to drink have it too much because i don't want to like <laughs> i don't want to like deteriorate it you know we're like yeah it's a good shape i was like wow this cup i'm like 27, 28 years ago, still in really yeah. good shape.
2: <laughs> I've never used it as a cup. So oh, well, it, it just you. sat on my bookshelf. So that's that's why it's all you know.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I think shape. I might take it out of, I don't want it in the cabinet. Like I don't use it, but I'm <laughs> like, I might just like put it back in my room and like keep it safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very nice. So yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Um Great. but yeah, I don't know what else say. This was a ton of fun. Um uh, we talked about this and uh all this Bond stuff because I'm glad I got all this Bond. I was in a Bond mood doing this too. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to watch more, but I didn't have enough time to watch more movies. But um, now I want to go back and watch the Dalton ones. Um, probably go back to the Craig ones, back to the Connery ones. I'll take my time and get back to the Roger <laughs> Moore. one.
1: It's
0: like I'll take a long time and then go back to those, and maybe yes. I'll like some of them better. He's got maybe. some good ones in there, apparently. I yeah. mean, um, maybe with the Golden Gun. Maybe what maybe. am I thinking? I can't remember. Uh,
2: I don't know. I, he, he has the most like memorable titles, like Octopussy, and uh, I mean, I love saying Octopussy. Moonraker. Uh, is Moonraker. Like, yeah, he does have some great. He has some great
0: Bond titles, but like not so great Bond movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know if you wanted to like plug anything before we wrap up, or people could follow you, all that kind of stuff.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, just I'm on Instagram at Keith film on Letterboxd at K Uh, I have nothing new to really report. Uh, There will be a Cobwebs episode uh, that you and I will both be uh, on in the future, and that'll be exciting. And um, I'm actually going to be on an episode of Schlock and Awe. Uh, Let's see. We're recording it in a couple weeks. So I picked out a pretty wild double feature that I think will be pretty fun uh, to discuss. And I'm looking forward to meeting Lindsay. So um, love her energy and, like, yeah, I'm just like, I, I love her passion for movies. So I'm really excited to just, I don't know, just chat and, yeah. Yeah, talk I kind of had thought so. that you
0: had not been on Schlock and Awe yet. Um, I kind of yeah. forgot about that. Uh, yeah, Lindsay's great. She's like the best. <laughs> she's like so energetic and so much fun to talk to because she's excited about everything. You know, it's like, <laughs> um, I love it. So her, her yeah. show is so fun because she lets me do all this crazy stuff. Like, who the hell else would we do like a Smart House 2001 Space Odyssey double feature? Like, that's like... <laughs> unheard of to do like <laughs> and Lindsay's like let's go for it. Um and very sorry. cob. I don't even say what we're doing on cobwebs, but like right. I, I'm very excited about it. Um, yes, me too. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that's I don't even know when it's dropping. I know it'll be dropping like relatively soon, but not right away. So um but yeah that'll be a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So um yes everyone should follow Keith uh so <laughs> all those places and uh, for our stuff the usual you can follow um the podcast on twitter at film feast pod you can follow me at maplet 87 and you can follow me on instagram uh, uh and the podcast i guess uh film feast all one word um and yeah we will talk to you guys next time so see you later